Let's get started. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Do not attempt to adjust your down. I'm transmitting live. Yo, let's get down to business. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. All right. the underground world, every street and world. You may learn something. You are now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience, Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Floyd. Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience, Experience. My name is Matt Floyd, and as always, by Kamar. Welcome to the party. And Simon. Welcome to the party. What we do here is very simple. The three of us have listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. We're going to rate each episode as well as the week on a scale of one to five Jamie Vernons. We're going to talk about each guest, the timelines, give our opinions, this, that, and the next. Uh, but Kamar, first, Kamar's going to go over some, I don't know, new patrons, maybe? March uh, Madness! No, no new patrons, but March Madness is well underway. Um, join the Patreon for the post-show every week. And full video of the show. That's the only place you can see the full show unedited, uncut. No, it's always unedited. Always unedited. Never fact checked. Circumcised. Like and subscribe. Smash that like button. How was your week, Kamar? We were just talking about I was in uh, Trenton for a show. For you know, $40 Tren- show. You know Trenton? It has that airplane in front of it on the on the highway as you drive by? Yes. And it smells a bit because there's pulp and paper there. Oh, it's like a, a Thurso. But we had to pick up uh, the other headliner in Carlton Place. I know where that is too, yeah. But if you went to Trenton, you'd go to the 401 and just whip down there, right? I don't know. I don't know exactly where Trenton is. It's on the way to Toronto. Then yes, Yes, that's what I would do. That's how you would do it. But because we went through Carter Place. You took the old one. Highway 7. Love Highway 7. It's a nice highway, and it goes through a place called Tweed. Okay. And right before Tweed, no, it's, it's all this huge forest. And then there's a spot about eight kilometers where it's devastated where the tornado hit like there are huge trees cut in half like it seems like a war zone apocalypta how fucked up all the trees are like for this one swath and apocalypta we all were remarking at it because you can see it in the daytime you couldn't see it at night but there's this and just that sort of idea of uh the force of mother nature let alone your super volcanoes. Yep. I don't know. It, it, it's something to see if for some reason you can make that drive. Like it's so, what the fuck happened right here? Like it's fresh because it happened last May. What uh, tornado was this? Remember there was this huge storm. Uh, I went through Canada. I think and it was May 2-4. So that hit all the way in Trenton? Tweed, which is a, like 45 minutes. It's exactly because you're on Highway 7, but it's it looks like a, a natural a monument should be put there. There's not a lot of houses, but the forest is obliterated where it is. That deserves a good monument. Thick and luscious and then not. And it's not. It looks <laughs> that, like should, it, that should be what's written on the monument. Yeah. It looks like it's just been logged for some reason in this one area. It really was eye-opening. And then the show, I said to Simon, they had everyone at the back of the room. Like I said, there's 80 people at the back of the room and 60 people at the front. Yeah. 
and the speakers were not loud enough or not done right. So the people in the front could hear you, but if they laughed, the people in the back couldn't hear anything. And it was $40 for the show? It was Trenton, man. Sounds like a nightmare. It was it was heavy lifting. On. Was it like a Knights of Cambridge show, or you know what I mean? Was it a no? It was a father and son club. It was a father or, and no? son. God bless their souls. Uh, Leon and Gino just decided to put on a comedy show. They've been been putting them on, and I don't know if the sound issues were in the past, but it really is uh, something you can't take for granted. And then it was a, a long, depressing drive home talking about comedy. And sitting in the back of a car with music playing and a conversation, you can't be in on it. Or it's difficult. The back seat sucks. Especially with the music going, though. Because you're sort of hearing the music, but you're hearing the conversation. You just got to commit to the back seat, make yourself look really comfortable, and make them jealous of you. You know, I I actually listened to Tucker Carlson on uh, Nelk. Jesus And he was such a fucking douchebag. Surprising. No, but you only get him in spurts of uh, doing his thing. But did you see, like, uh, what's his name? Who was just on Rogan, uh, British guy? Russell Brand. Russell Brand on uh, Tucker just recently. Like, Tucker's not an asshole. He's, like, seems like a pretty decent guy. I mean, I only saw a couple of clips. No, no. If you listen to him, unless he's completely joking the whole time, he he just shits on Canada. Mm. (laughs) Like... Like he he doesn't even respect us as a country because he calls us Ottawa. Yeah, but the Americans they, they, and then claims that's how they actually are supposed to say it. Maybe it is how you're supposed to it say is, it. It is, and he and then he's like, they don't even know how to pronounce their cities' names. He mm. was just very condescending and shitting on. Made me not like him. You did like him before. I found him entertaining, but that's not what he asked. Yeah, I, I liked him. Before you'd go get your news from Tucker, I get my news from all sources. <laughs> so I just want to be—I just want to make sure. So you liked him before he said something bad about Canada? No, it was just an unedited hour and a half conversation. Like he, I, I did—I had no idea who he was besides his persona on the news, which they fought in court and said it's just performance. Do the Nelk Boys do a good interview? Like, what is that like? Well, they're very broy and. They don't ask like high fluting questions. Well, what did they ask Tucker? Like, how many times do you masturbate a day? The one thing that it's a lot. What What do you think of Canada? What do you think of Trump? What do you think of Biden or whatever? Mm, okay. Just hard hitting questions. So it, I I just preface it by I saying yeah. it, it. It's very simple, but it's still an hour conversation with someone, which was always the why podcasting was so. How long popular. until Tucker's on Joe's podcast? That is an excellent question. Well, it can't be long if he's doing the Nelk Boys. I mean, seems like only a matter of time. Well, I, I don't think Joe would have Tucker also that, on. That that's my week. How was your week? You don't think Joe would have Tucker on? Oh. I, um, I have nothing to report. You're you're being brief, so we can get to the meat potatoes of this amazing week. Brevity, not. How was your week, Matt? It was fine. Where you should, uh, there's someone asked me if I wanted to do a Kill Tony in Ottawa this week, to which I said I'm not a comedian. So maybe you want to go talk to him. Kill Tony's coming to Ottawa this week. Oh my God. You know what? I'll send someone else to talk to him. 
he wants to throw a, a kill Tony I didn't style understand show. either. Is that what you're saying? He's doing an open mic? No, he wants to do a kill Tony type show in Ottawa. He has a venue oh. and a stage. So you'd be like a judge or something? Is that yeah. not a judge, but uh Where's the venue? That sounds like fun. Where's the venue? It's a venue. It's a real venue. It's got a stage. It's got mics. Is there other shows there? I think that's a great idea. Are there comedy shows? No, there are not. The wildest place I ever did was the Rainbow Beast show. Who cares about where it is? That sounds like a good idea, though, doing a Kill Tony type I, show. I care because I, I want to do it. I'm just wondering, is it in, in the city? Yeah, it's right downtown, like in the market. It's in the forest. We'll drop you off on a dirt road. And they, but they just <laughs> they want the live show, but also to do like a YouTube aspect of it. Yeah, unfortunately, he was like, no, I want to do like a live stream YouTube. I was like, you don't need any of what you're talking about is insane. But I said it's it could be done. He he came to me because he knows I have a podcast. So he's I think he knows that I have the technical ability to put it up, but he doesn't want me like, I don't know. First of all, I don't see how it would work like. I don't think there's enough. Um, yeah, you'd have the same fucking five assholes coming in up every Ottawa week. to. Uh, well, actually, I did Yuck Yucks um, Thursday, and there was three people that drove down from Montreal to do six minutes. God, and drive back. That's dedication for you. That's the, the hustle, the grind. So. No, that's stupidity. Yeah. If he approached, because there's like a. Facebook community page, oh, 1,200 people, the Ottawa comedy community, none of which I, I, I don't want to, I don't want to ruin his joke. But anyways, if you got on that platform, I think they'd come out of the woodwork for a while at least. And then I guess you just have normal Joes doing it as well. It's just, I, what authority does the panel have? <coughs> Look, I don't think it'll work in Ottawa. I also think that I've stolen one too many ideas right now, so I think I'm good, but... Uh, yeah. Kill Tony Tony. Or you want to go over or the guest list? Kill Kill Tony. Oh, I'm not sure. It'd probably just be like, no one's funny would be the name of it. Well, the only hope he has is to try and take the route we did. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Kill yeah. Tony Tony or... No, I just think you call it Kill Tony, but spell Tony like like Tony Tony Tony. Mm. Like T-O-N-I. Hmm. I don't know what the other one spelled. How the fuck did the other... T-O... Or just make it like Cool Tony with a K. Yeah, but it doesn't really work for the algo. Mm. I thought I was underwhelmed by this week. Uh, we had uh, 1955 Cliff Gray, 1956 Luke Combs, and then 1957 Shane Gillis. Uh, you missed You one. missed the first one, which was... Uh, Burke Kreischer. Yes. Oh, my goodness. 1955. Save the best for last. Mr. Attention. 1954 Burke Kreischer. Uh, you want to rate the week? I'm not going to lie. I give it a one. Oversaturation. You give it a one. That's harsh. That's a harsh. Uh, I give it a two. A two. Yeah, I think a two is appropriate. Like Shane. And Shane carried the week. Everything else was pretty shitty. First episode was pretty good. I. I mean, we'll we'll, we'll get, get into, into that. Fine. But yeah, I'm so over Bert. 
And it's not his fault, as I was explaining. Oh no, it's his fault. A hundred percent his fault. Because uh, Tom, in the exact same situation, cool as a cucumber. You know what I mean? Bert. Bert is Bert. Well, gotta, uh, Joe goes into it. Gotta with, act um, like you've been there before, man. Uh, Shane Gillis, but we'll get into that. We'll start off with 1954, Burt Kreischer. He starts out by saying... There's some weird dead silences today, eh? Where? (laughs) Coming out of your... Or not coming out of your mouth. Ron White is a fan of Burt Kreischer. We know because Burt Kreischer tells the story. Every story has is how someone is telling he's the best or... I'm just amazing at this. Come on, you know, I don't think you realize, and I'll just give you an example, and I don't give a fuck. Like, when you got back from Toronto last week, a gig in a city that's four hours away that didn't give you any notoriety or fame, but you came back jazzed up. You were a different person. Oh, like, he's on. He's just on fire right <laughs> now, you're saying. Yeah, I'm saying, like, give the guy a break. Like, dude, if you were in his position where you were selling out a fucking... <coughs> I'm I'm so sorry. It's okay. Just cough right into it. I'm so sorry. If you were to sell out arenas week in and week out right now, you would be insufferable. Probably. No, no, no. Not probably. In fact, you wouldn't even, you would see us just the one day that you see us now, but you would, oh, it'd be insufferable. And you know what? I'll extend an olive branch. I too would be insufferable. That's just such a weird comparison. Fine. He's famous. He's been there for a while now. He's acting like a fucking weirdo. Like, just take it easy, man. I disagree. Did you watch Razzle Dazzle? I watched the first little bit. Yeah. It is one of the most horrible stand-up comedy specials I've ever... I actually put that in League. It reminded me very much of Gringo Poppy. Okay, but on the same token, you... His, like, Secret Time two specials ago, secret you thought time, was, like, one of your... One of my favorites. Yeah. I'm just saying. So here's a guy who... Joe Rogan gets famouser and famouser, but he still works just as hard on his comedy. I get the feeling that um, Bert is pretending that he's working hard on his comedy, but really he's working hard on making himself famous. And his comedy is suffering big time. Okay, well, Just will, one stupid I man's will, opinion. I'll extend another olive branch. He just filmed a film. I don't know. Then don't put out a special. Why? Like, <laughs> I feel like he's it's doing himself a better. huge disservice with that uh, razzle dazzle. It's only going to get better. Which is probably why they didn't promote it at all. Did you notice? Uh, he, he had yeah, he to. He came on Joe. He, he's the, the master marketer. He's the best at marketing. And yet I had never heard that razzle dazzle was coming out. But if his movie goes gangbusters, which it could. Hold on. Just it, again in his defense. I don't hear about anything anymore like until it comes out no, I, I don't hear about it a week before i, I don't hear about it, it a day before i would see it on reddit i would you know you'd know about it you'd hear bert talking about it i watch things that bert's on sometimes you know what i mean so okay and uh, my, what i was saying is i think we're victims of oversaturation so for like somebody who doesn't know bert at all it's just a great experience. all who the hell is yeah, this guy I mean, this guy's the, the greatest and look i'm not saying that he, his movie might be really funny and might propel him to greatness that, or to like, you know, stardom. I'm just saying that comedy special stinks and he's acting like, um, what well, it does. It doesn't stink. You just didn't like it. Oh no. It stinks. Do you think all those people in that, um, theater, like this is the worst. I think they suffer from Brendan Schaub syndrome where 
when you like a guy enough, it doesn't matter what they say anymore. You are just there to laugh at that person and that's it. Because, sorry, you said you watched it or no? I watched the first like 10 minutes of it, but that's a bad I mean, indicator. Look, that is a bad that's indicator. That's enough, man. Did you watch Nate Bargatze's? That's got to be your a new one? Yes. Hilarious. Oh, I told you though, I saw him... I saw him do that special live. Oh my! I saw him in Vegas. Sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. I saw him in Vegas a year ago. Did he? Did he? Or like, do, did he do the bit about his parents sneaking him into the restaurant? Yeah, he did. He did the whole yeah. <laughs> Listen, it, Nate Bargatze's incredible and so clean. The like first Bert ten, was very sorry. The first ten minutes is your most important time. Now it used to be your last yeah. joke was the most important. Now because of short attention span. His first ten minutes is like some god awful shit, man. Wasn't great for sure. Like I said, if I if I stopped watching, then that's not a strong indicator. It's because he's really crude and um, graphic about his family's interactions. I don't think that's the problem. You can make your family really funny. Nate Bargatze does it all the time. You know what I mean? I did, and and clean Bert swearing and making fun of his wife. Like his, I don't know. I don't think clean bothers most people. It's it's only you who has this weird. Most people don't give a shit about clean. I don't care clean, dirty. As long as that's his thing. No, but as long as you're funny, who cares? You know what I mean. I don't think it'd be funny if he did it clean. Like he could do all that without. I guess not. Like the ass hair thing, anyways. Which is, dude, that's one of the like perfect example. The knotted up ass hair joke, getting her to cut it. That is some, that's some amateurish shit. Come on. I'm not going to lie. I agree. It seems like some Bush League, like day one. Like, it seems like a joke I would write right now. Like, not not even, man. Like, you would know better. It's like nobody was fucking giving this guy any advice at all. His superpower is be able to lose himself laughing at his jokes. Yeah. His stories that he's told a thousand times. <laughs> it's you know, forgetting too that when you're at a when you're at a theater and you're out, most of those people are drinking. Theaters all have booze. You're gonna get more laughs there. F- forget to, oh, a bigger crowd is always easier. Forget what's his name for a second. Isn't that one of the best things ever when you're trying to tell a story to somebody about something that's so funny to you that you are genuinely <laughs> laughing? trying to tell no. them i love that man it's i hate like, it because then i so never fun. get the laugh from them that i <laughs> oh, am no, getting no, out for sure yeah. but there's but something that's super real. satisfying but that's yeah. <laughs> real that's really funny that's really funny. What, whatever that is anyway sorry but, i also you, find that i punch things up like i'll tell someone about something i saw and make it better than it was yeah and you then remember we, it. and then we watch it and i'm like oh oh yeah i made it a little funnier than well that's like memories for you right you know you're in seventh grade and yeah you make you, it worse you or kiss better than some it was. girl and that becomes like the pinnacle of your life you know you have yeah this and if you saw the replay connection. of it it would look like Lionel messi at his you probably wedding. didn't even kiss her you probably like tapped her on her way to the bathroom or something and you probably have some crazy laughs now if you're sitting around with people you know and do you remember when you did that thing and, uh, and then he went and living off that memory mm-hmm. and then you find out that the sorry that's me that it wasn't even your memory. You're telling somebody else's story. Well, that's what Bert says. Bert, Bert was like, I want to remember that I saw Nirvana. But he did. I know that really bugs me. So he's obviously told that story many a time, right? <laughs> it wasn't just off the cuff. Yeah, but okay. Well, uh, sure. Okay. Let's put it this way. You know, you know, when people go on, um, on talk shows, 
and they'll like, you know, you go on a talk show and you think, oh, that's a great story they told about their sister or whatever. And they've rehearsed that story with the producer in the back. Nothing is spontaneous. Everybody knows that's kind of how I, he's like telling stories that he's already told already and then pretending that he's surprised by it. (laughs) And laughing. And I mean, that's the Geraldo thing. Like, I think Greg Geraldo, where he's like, yeah, Dennis, this is what we do. I came here with some pre-prepared stuff. I was going to say it, um, it uh, was mentioned in the Shane Gillis episode that he compared him to uh, Theo Vaughn. So I think if you sat down with Theo Vaughn in an airport for an hour, you would think he's a totally different person. You don't know where the character ends or is that? And I think he was implying that's about Bert too. Because sometimes he goes into serious Bert voice. But still, you know, does cocaine in a hooker once in a while and just, or or whatever his dark vices are. Unless he's 100% transparent about who he is in everything. Does that make sense? No, I mean, sure. Because you don't know where he ends and you don't know where he begins. Mm-hmm. And like, I, are I disagree. I feel like Bert is Bert. I feel like that's exactly who he you is. You don't think any of that is a show. I don't, you just think no. that's Bert. You and actually he's... think Leanne hates Ari. Yeah. Despite all the success and stuff. Oh, I mean, that has to be true. Does because it? otherwise, why do you say it? Because it's, it's our thing, you know? Leanne's mad at me. Because Ari goes on that... Bert had the greatest night of his life with Joey Diaz. Sorry. And he'll never say that. Sorry. Sure. But let's just back up a second. What do you mean it's their thing? Whose thing? Leanne and... To hate Ari. And Ari? Like it's somehow boosting both of their ratings? For what are Bert, you talking it's about? Like, it's like his inner narrative of the, the Kreischer universe. No, I disagree. I mean, I disagree too. I think she's probably an uptight fucking lady. And we'll never forgive him, you know? When you agree with Burt Kreischer, there must be something you don't know that you'd be really surprised, like, oh, he's like that or something. I'm just saying, like, listen, Simon's Simon's wife is a perfect example, I think, of, like, if I drugged him at his house, I have a feeling she'd hold a grudge for quite some time. Sometimes. She seems like a grudge holder. But it seems like it's been a a lot. I don't mean that in a mean way. Mary's the same way. Yeah, I mean, if you you did something that... Yeah, Mary would not... But I would have to see it as being a bad thing. It couldn't just be she saw it as a bad thing. You know what I mean? Oh, no, Mary... Listen, Mary would be like, I don't give a fuck how you feel about it. That fucking pissed me off. Yeah, I mean... If if I was all right with the being drugged, I just, like, who fucking cares at that point, you know? Leanne loves Kobe Bryant. I mean, that's possible, Kamar, yes, that she was a huge Kobe Bryant fan. And uh, no, I think she's probably an uptight lady. And I think Bert is probably like unable to stand up to her at all. It sounds like she totally dominates that relationship. And he is glad that that happens. When he said, I could never marry the girls I jerk off to. I was like, if that, that my home, wife that ever home heard home. that, <laughs> why well, really? I I honestly was like, that's a that's a I like that's I, I like Bert's honesty there. That's why Bert has fans. Most people won't say that. Mm-hmm. Most yeah. people won't. Most say people that. won't say that because they don't want to hurt their wife's feelings. Yeah, but it's also made it's yes, gotten their yes. wife well, multiple it. homes. It's and almost like, like, see, like that's the Eminem. Like it's Eminem. Bert Kreischer's Eminem. The rapper or the candy? Well, no, the, the, meaning I, like he's Marshall Mathers alter, alter ego. And, I wonder, I wonder. I wonder if he just comes home, sits at the dinner table, takes off his shirt. 
<laughs> no, like think about like I don't know. Think about any. Think about Tom Green's parents. Think about like these kids you see on fucking TikTok or Instagram that are pranking all the time. Like it drives you nuts. But then eventually you get a car and you're like, oh, I got a car from all those stupid pranks you pulled. And then eventually you're on a vacation. And then eventually you move into a really nice house. And next thing you know, you're living the high life off your kids' stupid fucking pranks. And you're like, oh, you know what? I mean, I think Tom Green... And I Green, feel that's where Leanne is now. <laughs> I think Tom Green and all of those kind of parents who got pranked, obviously Bam's parents, like they were all in on the joke. There was no... I don't know. I don't know. And that goes to what do you know, what do well, you Well, what do you mean? Know? Of course you know Bam's parents <laughs> were in on the joke. It was so, so produced. Okay, there, but hold on. There, there's Before footage of them Bam sitting on a Bam. table... What was he doing to his parents? No, I have, there's footage. There's a 411 video when Bam's like 12 years old, 14 years old of him like randomly going up to Phil and just beating the shit out of him. So what I'm saying is before there was Bam, before it was a big character, a persona, when he was just a kid trying to be a pro skater, he was like that. And there wasn't money in it. Yeah, for sure. But at the same time, Phil was his manager and brought him to all the skateboard parks. And like, you know what I mean? It wasn't like a normal... He was always part of... Anyways, whatever. No, I get what you're they, saying. I'm they just, were about making money, and that there was money in that, you know? Okay, but them. Tom Green's parents, for example, they're a good example. They He was on local television in Ottawa. It wasn't like they were like, oh, there's a clear path here to... No. No, that's abuse. For sure. <laughs> if that didn't work out, that would... <laughs> Listen, that's what I'm saying. If Tom Green right now is working at a Petrocan in Ottawa... Tom, it, Tom Green, it was for real, I think, because when he did the Slutmobile... His, yeah, his dad, dad was seemed genuinely bummed. pissed, but at the same time, not pissed enough. So you knew that, like, he probably wasn't in on it, but they probably were like, oh, that's Tom, you know? Well, no, but I think at the end of the day, anything that doesn't kill you or get you arrested, or you're going to look back on with some... No, I mean, like, brevity. a day later, they were like, oh, that's Tom. I doubt it. I don't think so. <coughs> Listen, I saw him do some stuff to his parents where they seemed... I mean, he showed up at their house with the whole audience at like 2 a.m. They seemed really pissed when he painted their house plaid. Well, that's what I'm saying. Was there a point where they're sitting down at a table like, okay, so I'll come in around 2.30? No. What a gamble. (laughs) But now you can see him at Yuck Yucks, Uh, Tom Green. Fuck Tom Green. I'd like to actually know that, like if Tom Green would be honest to know how in on it his parents were. Well, like go ask said, him. He's like, yuck, yucks. This is the thing I just don't understand. Like, so you're Tom Green in whatever the '90s, and you go to your parents. You're like, listen. So I have this show on local cable access. Yep. It's not like he said I have s- some sort of syndication deal. Oh, I get it. I just don't see how they would be like, yeah, yeah. You know what? If you want to bring like farm animals into the house, yeah. If you want to paint, I think like, some parents just love their kids so much and want them to like, you know. Those doting They're moms. being so supportive. Yeah, so so supportive. Anyways, we'll never know. Bert talks about his laugh, and he goes, uh, me and my dad have the same laugh, because apparently it's the same. Like, he, just these stories. Because apparently it's the same. Apparently we have the same laugh. Bert's like alluding that he doesn't agree, but apparently people think it's the same. Mm. He knows what it is. It's just all part of his um, shtick. If we're being uh, diminutive. At one point, um, Joe says, I might need to check in on Jordan Peterson. Mm -hmm. Because of what statement he made some statement. He just sort of said it off and then didn't uh, follow up on it. Mm. But I guess Jordan's 
going around brewing up his uh, controversy. There's Did- no better shrink than the one that you have to check up on. <laughs> <laughs> or Joe feels that he has yeah. a role to do it. There's, uh, that's a problem if Joe's your fucking go-to yeah. therapist. Um, did anyone by any chance listen to Sam Harris on Lex? I'm, it's on my list. Oh, I meant to get you guys both to listen to <laughs> I it. Listened because to it. Did you? I, well, I had to keep turning it off. Wow. Well, okay. he loves Trump. No, I... Okay. I Listen, no, hold on. I'll give Kamar this. Uh, the, Kamar's problem is simple. Kamar is like, I have no... Re- Kamar... I could be wrong. Kamar has no respect for anyone on the left who can't at least, like, admit to lunacy. So if Sam Harris isn't at, will, at least willing to, at some points, be like, yeah, this is crazy or that's crazy, I don't think Kamar has time for it anymore. I think one... Yeah, I got that wrong. It's a throwaway, I got that wrong. I'm not going to lie. I also would enjoy that from some, like that's what I used to respect about Sam Harris was he seemed like a, like now he's just, you know, I don't know. It's a calm word. But tell me about salad. it, please. Cause you brought but it up I for mean, a, a reason. A person could argue he, if you put the point. That, I, I Listen, I'm situation. not like a huge Sam Harris sycophant. You know what I mean? No, I don't think you I don't think you like Sam Harris. And he said, uh, in all fairness to him about Trump, he said he agreed with many of the, of Trump's policies and it was just the way Trump is as a person is a danger. I mean, I kind of agree with all of that. Like, it wasn't so much Trump's policies that bugged me. It's that the way, like, he came across with everything just seemed confrontational and hostile. And is that the guy you want with the fucking football in his hand? Like, I think we can all agree on that except for Kamara, you know? No, I just thought he sounded really bad when he's, how he's complaining about Twitter. Like he just sounded like he was whining. Like, oh, did he? Because there is no there, there. There is no there, there. Well, he was like, I, I had to leave Twitter. My life's much better for it. Like, I mean, do you not think that's probably true? The what he made it out to be, how detrimental it was for him. I think, even though he benefited off it. Mm-hmm. I think Twitter, no matter. I think even if you make all of your income based off Twitter, it is terrible for you. That's a hell. I think the same of Instagram. I think, I think if you make your money off social media, you're. It's a very wildly slippery slope. It's the new um, fifty minutes of fame from television. Like before, before the internet, there were moments in time where people would be thrust into the spotlight and try to do something with it. And not get far or turn into a buy a house. But now in obscurity, you get successful and then your popularity wanes and they're so sad in the aftermath. It's more than that, though. It's that like it used to be if you had 15 minutes of fame, whether it was positive or negative, the only people that had access to you had to come to your city they had to find you. If someone wanted to call you a piece of shit, they had to fly to your city, drive to your For city, you to be find you and yeah, say, yeah, you're yeah. a fucking son of a bitch. Now, good or bad, 8 billion people have access to your account and can call you whatever the fuck you want, and you have to look or sift through it. Or, and even when people are like, oh, I block people, and it gives me a great feeling of like, I, I don't want to spend my day blocking people. It just seems like, I don't know. I, I don't see it as a, a healthy pastime for anyone. Well, neither does Bert. Um, do you guys believe that there are CEOs that are getting the their balls kicked in? I, that's not... Uh, that's a trope, I believe there's right? auto mechanics that CEOs? probably get it done too. What are yeah, CEOs? okay, that's fair. That's fair. CEOs. Oh, CEOs, getting their balls kicked in. Well, they were talking about um, 
dominant guys like uh, in industry going to these BDSM. I imagine it, there are more um, guys in power who get that done than the other way around. Mechanics? Yeah, like... Well, mechanics could be a power. Maybe the I owner of the hilarious. garage. Well, it's just, I think it's more of a money thing. Like a mechanic probably maybe doesn't have $500 to pay some latex chick. That the too, mechanic just goes home and is like, hey, babe, do you want to treat me like shit? And his wife's like, yep, done. And, and <laughs> he gets that for free. Yeah, no problem. Um, no, I was thinking more like if you're in a position of massive power, maybe what gets you off is succumbing and having no power. That's yes. the... but, so you believe it. it. It really exists. Again, it's such a weird flex. You're C- you're the CEO. Go down to the mail room. Find anyone and be like, let's go to a broom closet for 10 minutes. I want you to stomp you all over my you're nuts. You're going to get me too. You're giving you know the leverage. I mean? I'm just saying. This like, is like and that's why you got to pay it. for this. For Dude, no, but again, you just, hey, discretion. listen. If you're paying your dominatrix 500 bucks an hour, okay, well, guess what? You want to make an extra 250 a week to the guy in the mail room? He'd love to kick your nuts in. It's no, you can't. I mean, you'll you're exposed. I feel like you know that you have to go outside and get it done third party. You know, third that party would, I, I feel like if that out. was your thing, that would be very hot in your own building's basement, getting shit on by the janitor. I just it's weird to me when, Are you when I find out hard under there. It looks like a, <laughs> when I find out that people like pay women to shit on them. I'm like, <laughs> that's for sure something you can find for free. It's a weird flex. I again, I think it's probably the anonymity of it that you're paying for. Like you just can't trust mailroom Bob, but you can trust Mistress Diana or whatever, you know. I just can't I also can't imagine going through life like having something like that that I have to hide from everyone. Well, and just that there's that's got to be part of the kink. Uh, and I it's guess, just yeah. so much work to get off like you you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's like a huge production. And, 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 and shit on. your kink allows you to be successful in life. Like, like your, I... need, your need to be able to fund it, you thrive in professional. <laughs> and that's, this... that's the only reason you work so hard. I saw a clip on Instagram the other day of this girl on a podcast. She's like, I've gotten strep throat five times from eating my own poop off people. And I was like, okay. I was like, what the fuck is rep- going on with the world now? Like, repulsive. Well, we'll get to it later with the poop hoarder. So. Yeah, that's even different, though. That's kind of like, that's so fucking gross. Sorry, Kamar, keep going. Um, would you rather have all the money and no health or as healthy as you could be and no money? I think you have to take the health, right? That's, that's what Joe says. Otherwise, what's the point? But I like to just be somewhere in the middle. <laughs> some health and some Bert, money. Bert has to be joking where he's like, I'm shredded. Like, yeah, I, I'm sure he has a positive body image of himself, but like he says I'm ripped, like I'm crushing it. No, but I got it. It's a Listen, I, I agree that seems crazy, but then when he extrapolated on it and he was like, I still see myself as like 20-year-old me, I fully got that. I totally get that. I, I 100%, I do like not that. see myself, other than being a little, only slightly smarter, um, I am 100%. You don't see slightly smarter in the mirror. No, you I'm just saying. I mean? <laughs> but when I think about myself now as a person, I'm like, I still feel like the same 20-year-old dude, just slightly smarter. No. I get it that I'm not like in the mirror like, it's, yeah, look at those eyes. It's hilarious. I was driving my car yesterday and I see this woman. What is that? I don't know. This thing is a fucking nightmare. I, I see this woman and she's walking with like her baby. She's got to be like, uh, I don't know. 
maybe 30, between 30 and 35 tops. And I think to myself, oh, look at that older lady. Yeah. Like I'm driving past, I'm 50. You know what I mean? (laughs) Dude, I still see, yeah, I see women that I'm sure are like two years younger than me. And I'm like, look at that old broad. At the exact same thing. I see them as I'm like a 19 year old boy, you know? Yeah. And so they're still old to me, which is so bonkers. But I think that's just such a human thing. It's built into us to. Well, they said beauty is a short lived tyranny. Well, luckily I never had that to begin with. So. The shortest. Or, or, or no, no, it's but coming, that, or it's no. I was going to make another good example. Like I still, for example, I still see myself with like terrible skin. Okay. What did yeah. you did you have bad skin? Yeah, throughout my twenties, I looked like a fucking junkie. Oh, uh, I was constantly drunk. I don't know what was. I don't know what the deal was because I eat exactly the same. Like nothing in my life changed. Well, nothing it's at all. Hormones. It's not. Uh... Hormones till you're 32? Yeah. And it gets even later now because of all the phthalates in your body. It fucks everything up. This is, I believe. Explains my tuna casserole taint. If if, if I'm not mistaken, I believe this is your first beard. (laughs) What do you mean? I don't have a beard. Well, you could have a beard. No, I couldn't. If your taint isn't directly caused by plastics, I'd be a monkey's uncle. (laughs) If you grow your facial hair for like the next two months, you'll have a, a beard. Mm. Uh, I would have like a, a wispy beard. Have you ever seen Cliff Clavin's yeah. episode where they have the competition to grow a beard on chairs? But it looks like the hair that grows off a chimp, not like off a human face. <laughs> so, but I think in five years that will be a beard. And you when may I'm be, 45, and you'll be the be hottest you've ever been. <laughs> and you'll be the hottest you've ever been. Oh, what a weirdo. Yeah. I'm the best looking I've ever been in my life. Like in all my iterations, and I'm hitting my stride and I'm, I'm enjoying it. I feel like sort of Burt Kreischer. Um, <laughs> beauty is a short-lived tyranny, especially for women. Hundred man. Well, I gang guess bang. you better remember that then, Kamar. Huh? Now that you're in your prime of huh? beauty, it's a short-lived tyranny. Great subway, by the way. Yes, um, hundred man get gangbang. One chick, a hundred guys. Wasn't that in Gatno? Am I wrong here? I'm I sure think, there's I, been a few of those in yeah. Gatineau, but I think I that don't. girl was in Gatineau, though. Yeah, that, that's Wednesday. Gatineau. <laughs> there were, uh, I'm pretty sure that happened. Well, it, wherever it happens, that's it. It uh, makes most guys queasy, like oh god. Yes, but if one guy fucked a hundred girls, is it is it just as bad? That's better. It is better. Well, well, let because, me ask you a semantic question. If you line 500 girls up and you just dipstick 500 of them, have you fucked 500 girls? Yep. You really? just dipstick, meaning you don't come in just one yeah, pump one, chunk. Yeah, yes, you deal. understood exactly what I but meant. But no, yeah. no coming. You're not well, I guess the last one you come in, why not? You've made it that far, right? You right? made it that far, I see. I'm um, not saying you don't come, period. That, yeah, that I mean, like theoretically, a, I guess you fucked them. In, really? I totally yeah. disagree. What did you do to them? I don't know. Something weird. <laughs> No, it would be you. You, but I don't. Him. I really like you. All of a sudden, would be at the chalkboard, like tick, tick, yeah. tick. Wow, yeah. Okay. that's a hundred notches yeah. on wow. the bedboard. Yeah, only a hundred. You give yourself so for every pump, you only give yourself. So oh, I thought five, you said it was a hundred. I said five. Oh yeah, okay. I thought I said five hundred. Mm. I like um, that though. Okay, so you give yourself. No, the, wow. it is better, Kamar. Because um, like there are girls that I standard. there are girls that I slept with once, but was so terrible, whether it be drunk or hungover. That I am like, you don't chalk up. Nope. 
No, no way. Mm, that's interesting. No so shot. unless you got like a second chance, you didn't count it. Yeah, unless I gave them the good. Because again, listen, the good drunk, <laughs> drunk was like just useless. Yeah, the good. Um, yeah. Good is good, man. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't know, like consent and. Um, Oh, this is weird. Oh, Performance. Yeah. I know consent. this is so weird. I what a weird consent. fucking way to start <laughs> yeah. a sentence. If you're saying this girl wanted to fuck me, but I couldn't fuck her because I was so drunk. That always happened. Yeah, that feels like sex to me. No. Like <laughs> you're, you're marking that down. <laughs> well, it is. She's like, I would have fucked you, but you can't do yeah. it. Mars at the jock. <laughs> no, that's so drunk. That he's it's, like putting his notch like with a limp in it. It's half. It's half. No, no, no. If, if you have I mean, digital penetration, no, no, come no. On. Good for you. You come got on. you got there, but yeah. you didn't fuck catch anyone. a release. No, no, catch him. <laughs> the okay. worst was like the next day, hungover. Like I just, Do you put know it, them I would or just, are they I would just, if I just put it in, I'd be like, I just came. <laughs> <laughs> like honest to God, I don't know what it was about hungover. It was insane. Uh, and that counts. No, I wouldn't count that either. No. <sighs> well. <laughs> That's got to count. If that doesn't count, I'm like down to nothing. <laughs> <laughs> if sliding your limp hungover dick in for one second and coming doesn't count, uh, then what are we I'm doing out. here? I'm out of the game. What do you think makes people beautiful? We know it's the golden ratio. I don't know if that's necessarily true because. Unfortunately, it kind of no, is. No, I disagree, okay. Matt. Okay. And I Please think you will on. agree with the girl from the Queen's Gambit. She defies all ratios. No, I bet she fits into girl, the golden ratio perfectly. Are you kidding me? Her eyes are way out here. No, what, you, what you're saying? She looks she's like, like Sid a, from she's Ice like Age. A Tyrannosaurus Rex. Um, no, I, I, I think. So you, that's your thing, huh? You think she's really hot? Okay, no, I don't. But people do. Isn't it? Isn't it based on someone looks like someone? No, I think it's symmetry is what he's talking about. Yeah, yeah golden I, ratio. I, yeah, but that's that almost feels like a subconscious thing. Because I can't assess that ratio on you, but we're attracted to people who look like they sort of look like so and so. But he said it. It's uh, you can't symmetry like you can. Like if you have two, let's say I painted two lines on the wall there. Let's say there was no TV, no art, and I painted two parallel lines on the wall there. If they were slightly askew, you would notice. One would. Do you guys think Elvis Presley was good looking? No, I don't understand what your point is though. I'm just saying that symmetry you notice. You it's not subconscious. You consciously notice that what? something is if if I have two paintings there and one of them is even slightly off, you will eventually be like, fuck, that's driving me nuts. You no, notice but, it. But which one will I find more beautiful? Well, keep in mind though, like here's the thing. Like, remember like Kristen Dunst, you know her teeth? I always found that so hot. Like imperfections. Girls with a snaggle tooth, I always found that so hot. Yeah. Not one. Anything more than one is a Because they fucking, have low self-esteem. I don't know. Probably. Not. Well, why not? Yeah, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I think there's some. Do Idiot. you guys? Do you guys think uh, Elvis was good looking? Like, if you look at I young mean, Elvis, subjectively, I don't think Elvis was good looking. He's not really? my type of guy. Yeah, you're a Timothy Oliphant guy. Of course, Elvis was good looking. I think Fucking he was nuts. really good looking. And then you see, there's a bunch of guys. It wasn't just because he was swinging his hips around. Like he, he was a good looking young pretty, dude. Like, yeah. I don't know. Okay, like is was Paul McCartney good looking? No, I didn't think so when I was young. But now older, now, now that I'm older, him. when he was younger, I'm like yeah, he's all right. When no. he when he brought in his beard, young Paul wasn't. But uh, <laughs> yeah, beard Paul. is a man's makeup. 
So it's true. All sets of people found each beetle maybe to a different attractiveness. I think they liked the right? beetles, so they found them attractive. But listen, you someone has John you or Paul. You have to take fame completely out of it. You cannot. I, I, I'm arguing you can't. I'm saying it's all because of fame is what we see as good looking. Someone who looks like someone is. No, because that's women uh, versus looks. men. And you don't, about, you don't, don't find a woman hot for fame. You find a woman hot for hot. Because they matter. remind you of your mother. That's why you find a girl hot. No, no. I think that's yes, why you're attracted 100%. to her as a person. That's, that's why you're subconsciously attracted to her. But is I because see a she lot reminds of, you of your mother. A lot of girls that don't remind you of Or your sister, something you can't have. You know what I mean? Because, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, okay. <laughs> Speaking of beauty and stuff, um, Bert was ragging on Tim Dillon. Like, look at Tim Dillon, people like him. And what do you mean, gays? No, just he was saying he's not beautiful. Oh, and and Padre Bert is and he's beautiful. Gay. But Tim is was really good looking as a child. I don't know if you've seen any of his. He was uh, a child star. He was a child he? star. Yeah, yeah, he was a he was a hot piece. Okay, um, he was well, a hot piece. That? Then Bert says, "I hope to I get to go to your funeral." Yeah, that was he weird. He blurts out weird, that was weird, weird things, and I don't know which Bert that is. Why? That was a good power move. He knows Joe's the alpha, and he said, I hope I'm at your funeral. Well, he meant, though. <laughs> I hope I'm standing with my foot on your skull. He wants to see everyone talk nice about Joe of all the great things he's done. He wants to be able to see that. But yeah, it was such a weird oh, way he, to put it. He wants to see the section with Bert Kreischer's effect on Joe Rogan's life at his funeral. He, yeah, he wants to know oh, what he his organize it and promote it. He tells the machine story at Joe's funeral. Of course. I mean, he would have to. Takes his shirt off. Of course. <laughs> rips the tuck, rips the suit off. Um, He's actually on TRT. I think that's why he's flying and feeling good about himself. Yeah, I got to get on me some TRT. Uh, memory is more important than the experience. Memory is more important than the experience. I mean, memory is really all you got. But you only get one experience. You get how whenever you remember something that you're having a memory of that one experience. So you get more out of or into it in the memory than the experience. But you need the experience to create the memory. It's a chicken or egg. Mm. Yeah, but I've forgotten more shows than I can remember. Oh, did you go see the Jizza? No, I didn't. You watched the fights. I watched the fights. I could have still made it, but I just I don't know. It was expensive, and um, yeah, but I've dude. I was having a conversation with someone the other day and they were going over all the people that have played a Babylon. And I was like, holy fuck. Like, and you've, and you've seen all those shows. Yeah. And I forgot two thirds of them. Like, oh yeah, they did. Holy fuck. Yeah, that's right. Whoa. Look, look at you bound out those memories. I mean, the problem was some of it was work, right? So like, you're not going to remember a night of work as much as you're going to remember. A you, show. Go, Even if, you got the ticket, you went out. That's what I'm saying. Now, again, I saw like, you know, like I, I mentioned it before, Caribou was a, a group where like I sh- I didn't know they were playing that night. I just knew I had to work. I showed up. I set up the bar and during sound check, I was like, "Who the fuck are these guys?" Flying Lotus was another one. I remember I just showed up one night and Illa was like, "You're gonna be a real fucking amp tonight." A memory is an echo of an experience. All right, Copernicus. I like that. Um, they like the quicksand porn. Do you, oh, no, no, no. You're just going to yeah, skip yeah, over quicksand yeah. porn? I had never heard of this in my fucking life. Yes, you me have. You've, either. You've heard of Bert. Hold on. Oh, my God. Me neither. And the way Bert said it, like, this is crazy. You've never heard of. Well, he just glanced over because he had assumed the it's whole his, world had heard of it. It's his quicksand uh, bit. 
we they've watched it on this show oh, before. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You've heard Bert talk yes, about it yes, before. Sorry, That's how you know about quicksand porn. And I've heard Jer- Bert and Joe talk about it before on this podcast. I can't understand though. No, 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 no. <clears throat> Go ahead. Have you ever heard of quicksand porn before? No, I just said neither that. have I. Okay, so I'm, maybe I'm, you heard it on a different back, podcast. Let's pump breaks. <laughs> let's back it up. So I want to understand this. Am I jerking off to someone? A woman going down. Snuff porn. That's that's why I think it's. And are they naked? Yeah. Are they like diddling themselves naked on the way or down? It doesn't matter because at one point but we naked get the quicksand. Is, this is the opposite. Remember in the nineties when you had to load internet porn? Yeah, this is the and opposite you hope, of that. <laughs> you had to hope the pussy was at the top so it loaded first. You had to wait until they appeared from the quicksand, the metaphorical quicksand. Yeah. Now it's yeah, it's the opposite. You're seeing yeah. So you're pretty. He likes watching women die. That's what's going on I'm here. I'm sure he's... And it was so weird. He said, there, you see the, where tit is going in? That's the that's the money shot. Like, what? There's something to that be That makes restrained. you hard? You know that idea of just... No. No, I don't know what you mean. Like, whatever happened to just tugging one out? And no, just like, hold I on. I don't want to skip like, over this either. It's like so a, you like, like, um, like, kidnap porn? No, no, no. I just meant having your body... Sort of, um, I mean, the bang bus was kind of that, wasn't it? Okay, hold bound. Hold on, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I would understand quicksand porn if the girl is in quicksand, she can't move her arms, some guy comes and face fucks her. Does that happen? That would be a good finale. How about this? Imagine, like, that makes sense, but I don't get the getting wrapped so he up. Has some sort of apparatus where he's floating over the quicksand, just right, dick I down. See, I see what you're saying. Maybe there's like, or he comes maybe in. Maybe the quicksand is just like a tiny little hole that just she fits in, and everything around is just solid ground. Like, why does it have to be a huge pit of quicksand? Yeah, okay. Or just, that's how I or, imagine quicksand. Or Matt, conversely, it could be a huge pit of quicksand with like a viewing deck all around it, like a porch almost. You know what I mean? Like a peep show. A uh, peep show. Yeah, everyone would just stand around the like quicksand. a circle jerk. Yeah, peep show. So maybe it shouldn't even be quicksand. Maybe it should be cum. Has anyone thought of that yet? You just get lowered. She gets lowered into like a pit of cum. Quick cum. Imagine being wrapped in saran wrap. No. Terrible. That'd be a wild feeling though, right? Not a good. You're into some weird fucking shit for sure. You, you don't think that? I think a, you do like kidnap porn. And that's what. You it, just don't know. No. It. And that's what it feels like to be in quicksand. Like you, you, Your body. Can't move. Yeah, I wouldn't. I don't like that. No. But you can sort of sense without feel like it's like, no, I'll never let someone do that to me. Yeah. But if that got done to you consensually. Well, like I would never let somebody handcuff me. Ever? No. Like even during sex or yeah. anything. Like yeah. I would not. <laughs> no fucking when way. Else does someone no, during him? Sunday night football. So. <laughs> Holy. There could be other reasons yeah, right. why yeah. you, you would broke get the line, you're getting arrested. You could be on a reality show where you have to handcuff yourself to somebody and run an obstacle course. And you had to get handcuffed. the road. That's where I make an exception. Fear was a factor for you. So for King of the Road type thing, you'd make an exception. Restrained. Like that's a, it's a, it's a sensation. And and you, you, you don't want it. Again, it's about giving up power. Yeah. You're certain. I don't find that giving up power. Um, it doesn't like turn me on. Well, some people it does. I, I understand. We were talking about me. Quicksand, quicksand. They're giving up the power. They're they're vulnerable. I think I think that's what it is. I just feel bad for people that can't just like get off, just to some normal shit. 
I wonder if they feel bad for you. Maybe they do. Like, I slept with this girl. I remember she was like, <laughs> it doesn't matter. See, he's laughing. This is good before the story. No, please finish. No, no. You don't have to give us any names Playoff, right yeah. now. No, she. <laughs> Go on. She just like, she pulled out a, like a, 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 like a plastic Tupperware thing of like insane toys. And I was like, oh. Like, this is the first time I ever slept with this girl. Wasn't like, yeah. wasn't easing it in. She was waiting for and you. She was like, I can only get off <laughs> watching porn, getting fucked with a dildo in my ass. And I was like, well, okay. And you felt bad for her? <laughs> no, in retrospect. No, at the time, I was like, this is incredible. Yeah, it is incredible. But after the fact, sitting here now, like 25, 20 years removed, not 25, would have been 15, 20 years removed, I can sit here and be like, that's got to be a lot of work. Yeah, there are a lot of stipulations on that. Did she have a good That's job? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Did she have a good job? No, she was a stripper. <laughs> well, that that's that's a detail. It's just a lot of work. I I, I hear what you're saying. But you see what I'm like the same thing. But that's what I'm saying. It's like the shit. If you can only get off when you have somebody shit on you, like yeah, so exactly. Like the auto asphyxiation. That's one where it's like. You gotta come close to death every time you wanna come? Like, yeah, god it's, damn. That's... It's crazy. It's too much work. Yeah. But I, I guess you the idea is you get so desensitized to oh, anything that's normal. That's gotta just be terrible. Do you remember being 14, 15, 13 and wanting girls so bad it hurt your feelings? Wanting girls so bad like when they didn't want you? No, girl, especially girls you never even like a if I saw Cindy Crawford. Like they were, the supermodels were so hot at one point. I just remember, thinking, and I would never, I knew I would never, I could never be with that girl. Like, oh, I remember thinking, like, I'll never get laid. It just like, girls no, was, I feel like that now because I'm married, so I'm with my wife forever. At least when I was a kid, there were, it was like endless opportunities. The world was your exactly. Potential. Potential. Now I drive down the street and I get very angry at people who are but, too hot. But like when that. you're like a teenage guy, like you're so frustrated. By uh, guys just slightly older, getting all the girls and just being an outcast. And, and then super hot girls being like, ah, oh, Samantha Fox. You remember Samantha Fox? She was a horrible singer. British yeah, she pop was singer. famous. That, yeah, 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 she was real famous. The Spice Girls. And, but Kamar, I, Kamar, growing up, I hung out with like, like up till grade eight, I hung out with tons of girls. Like I was in with the girls. Didn't, didn't do anything with them. Then we got to high school, like this first day of grade nine. It's like I didn't exist. Again, I'm and on. Did you go home and have to go, what the fuck happened today? Well, in their defense. <laughs> what are we wearing tomorrow? I mean, in their defense, like I get it. You know, like there was just like so many older hot guys that were like, you know, yeah, I got a car. And there's not, and it's so hard and there's just to nothing convert. You, can do. you can't and, like age or. No, and, that, and I looked, dude, if you. If level you, up. If you had my grade nine yearbook from Glebe right now, you would be like, that is not. Uh, person in grade nine like the photo like i dude i don't look a day over like 10 you're only getting lucky with a pedophile yeah yeah <laughs> like i would hope that joe's two experiences that i would go to the library and so i'd be like i have some literature in my did car you, have we already asked this if you've ever had an experience where you thought you were no, going I, to be no. sexually that was from the Gillis episode, but uh, oh, it was. I, yeah, it I, I was, think yeah. I think when uh, I got all the uh, well, Joe brings it up monthly, so yeah, it's no, it's no fault. When the guy was giving me a lot of comic books, and a guy picked me up hitchhiking, I remember we were at Hopewell one night, like playing in the yard, like at like just after dusk, and this dude like walked through the yard, 
and all the girls said he flashed them. But I was there, and I was like, I didn't, I didn't see a dick. Well, there were definitely flashers back in the day. I remember. I do remember being. So I grew up. My, and they're not now. They're on the internet. Sorry. I grew up on McLeod, and I was a latchkey, whatever the fuck. Like I could go. My my dad didn't give a fuck. Uh, so I used to bike around the neighborhood, and I remember I was biking through Elgin Public School one day, and this bum was sitting on the bench with his dick hanging out of his pants, like pissing. But he was like half asleep. I, I For some reason, I have that ingrained in my head because I remember being like, look at this weirdo, and then seeing like a, like a stream of water come from his crotch. And I was like, what the fuck? And then being like, oh, that's a dick. What the fuck? And like biked away. But I never felt like, I don't know. Just some guy pissing. Do there was always heard? like a cu- sorry, a couple of people you'd hang out with who were like, you know, a friend of a friend, and they were old. Yeah, and, and you never thought twice about it because whatever they probably had drugs or something. And now thinking back in time, you're like, what the fuck was that like thirty year old man doing with us fifteen year old kids? You know. Well, there was someone who lived beside uh, a friend of ours who's like a perfect example of that. I mean, he was closer to your, ours. he was closer to your age, both of you, but like, right I remember today. Yeah. Okay. Maybe even older than you guys, but yeah. like, he was always hanging around with like, do I know these people? Dude, you know, this guy for sure. And he's a bum. Oh, he's the worst of the, the worst. guy who's my age. Yeah. Here. Oh, show me. Okay. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. So like <laughs> <laughs> he knew to, Yeah. He, like he, for example, you know, how old is he? Your age? He's 10. He's younger than us. Is he? Yeah. By like yeah. five, six, yeah. seven, eight years. He's not my age. He's not your age? No, he's absolutely not. He's, he's your age. He's a couple age. of years older. He's no, younger than he's me. He's definitely younger than me. Okay. Too. Well, then maybe by a year or two. I mean, we used to chase them around the neighborhood. I think it's even more than that. But anyways, okay. It doesn't matter. But that guy was insane. Uh, yeah. Like from 16. I think he went to the same military school as me. Yes, he did. And 100%. he was insane. Yeah. 100%. Always. Yeah. Like I, if ever I had to interact with him, I'd be like, I do not know how you exist. Yeah. Like, every, <laughs> every day you should be in jail. Like you're, you're one day ago from jail. He would just oh. punch people out in. Um, yeah, he was fucking. In a, in a Harvey's or something. Like he was crazy. Kamar, one day Dan and I were walking by Lansdowne. This is when, remember when Lansdowne had like buildings right on Bank Street? Like when the cattle castle was there. Anyway, we, uh, Dan and I are walking by and he comes out. He's like, boys, boys, come here. I want to show you something. So we're like, okay. We go inside the building and he's like got a little cubicle and he, he loads up this web page and it's slowly loading up and it's this Asian chick. And then it loads like more and you can see she's topless. So Dan and I are like, okay. I mean, weird that he pulled us off the street for this. And then it goes down more <laughs> and she's spreading her pussy and you're like, okay, like we've seen a naked Asian chick. I know we're young. And then it goes down more and she's taking a shit. And you're like, what the full f-? circle? Yeah, you're like, what the fuck? And then it goes down further and you're like, how long is this shit? And then it goes down further and you're like, it's going into another girl's mouth. And now Dan and I are like, I think we're going to leave. I think we have to look at come on. <laughs> yeah. So he pulled us off the street to show it to be like, look what I found on the internet. And he was fucking amped on it. Like, dude, look at this. Fucking disgusting. There's no way he's not your age. Impossible. He's probably three years younger than me. How old are you right now? How old are you right now? I'm 47. I think that's right. So you're seven years older than me. And how old are you? 47. No, you're not a liar. Shut up. You're turning 50 this year. 48. Are you turning 50 this year? I can't be. I just turned 47. He 
this next birthday, Kamara will be 50. Are you kidding me? 75. No, it'll be 25. You tried 20. Next one. You what were born it? in what 75? Yeah. So you're going to be 49 this year. It's very easy if you're born in 75 year. to say when 50 is. Yeah. I, I thought it was 47. I'm, I, I was born in 77. Yeah. You're only. I thought you were three years old. I'm the best looking I've ever been, man. I can't wait for you to go into your prime. Um, I can't believe you're going to be 50. Prime. I think we got to end this when you turn 50. Like maybe I don't... I'll be a senior citizen. Although we're listening, to, we're we're talking about two 50 year olds right yeah, now. Yeah, they're they're famous. People will listen to famous 50 year olds speak. No one's going to listen to a non famous. Will they listen to Burt Forever? I think is the ultimate question. A lot longer the, than they'll the listen penultimate. to us. I can tell you that much. Um, I would agree with that. I don't know how long it'll be, but we it'll have be an agreement. Bert likes to talk about um, death. It's funny because I think he he simultaneously thinks he's going to live forever, but is very afraid of death. I mean, that's everybody, isn't it? He loves that the kind of sums up everybody. Uh, no, think I, you're going to live forever and afraid of death. No, I've never thought I was going to live forever. Well, I, if it, do you think if you could for sure live another hundred years, frozen whatever your physical ability is now, so there'll be no more deterioration in you physically. Starting today. Starting today. Okay. Yeah. Well, can if we improve got, on a few things first and then start? No, it has to if, be. If just you got the option today. younger, you you could you're gonna lock live hundred so years like with a, a shitty lower. Tank. I have like yeah. a shitty lower back, just indefinitely. Well. I mean, no, I mean, the alternative is it's going to get worse coming okay. up in the next hundred years. Yes, you're right, Kamar. The alternative is it's going to get worse. Yes, I would want to live that hundred years, Kamar, one hundred percent. As long as everyone you're with gets to come. No, not really? even. Like, I'll take it either. You're way. going to Mars. <laughs> you agreed to go to Mars. Well, I wouldn't like that because I want to stay here. I don't want to go to Mars. But if you were like, look, you're the only one who's going to survive for two hundred years, it would suck. I wouldn't love it. But you want to know. I, I would want to live that other hundred <laughs> I wouldn't. I think it's already tough enough as it is. And it's only going to get tougher. It can't. The, the powers I mean, of be are making the world a better place. No, I don't mean as far as like tough, like, oh, it's so hard to live. I mean, listen, eventually your dollar is going to be worth nothing. So it will be tough to live. But I just, it, it it's more just, dude, old people look at young people. Like it, it's very tough to be around new 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 generations and the world moves quick like think about ai right now yeah where will that be in 20 years where will we be you know like if we haven't adopted it you'll be left in the fucking dust if if i was still uh looking like i am now i'd be fine but uh yeah i'm sure i'll be out of touch like that generation gap of references just everything that's what i'm saying talk about a movie that's a hundred years old Trying to tell someone to explain a movie yeah. that's a hundred years old, but you'd like to see. But now with you're like, the, no, no, the retarded guy got AIDS at the end. It was a great movie. Now with the internet, things stay relevant longer in time. Like I know things go quicker. You in, think so? Yeah, because you can look things up now. You're, you mm. know, before you were subject to an encyclopedia. Now at any point, at any day, at any time, any kid can go and look something up on the internet. To find out a piece of uh, history, uh, no. I mean, I I I want to agree with you, but I just I, I don't know. I feel like it's actually easier to like wipe history. Like, think of how many Mandela effects there have been. That if we all went right now and looked, scoured the internet for something we knew was true but couldn't find it, we would be like, shit. I guess 
I guess that just wasn't it. And before you just didn't know, so... Yeah, before you were like, no, no, if all three of us agree that was fucking on Friends, and that was on Friends, and that's how... You know what I mean? Until someone came along with a videotape proving you different. Mm-hmm. That's a Mandela effect, right? That's what I just said, yeah. Um, He wasn't listening. I'm well aware. Has Putin ever heard Joe Rogan? For sure. You think so? Yeah. Putin ever that's heard it. Joe Rogan? Interesting. Who is it? Eddie Bravo? <laughs> Or no, it'd probably be. Um, I mean, this, does this Alex Jones sort of guy is making a lot of sense? Does Putin speak English? Yeah, he does. I'm sure he does. Hold on, hold on. He was in the KGB for a very long time. He's old as fuck. He's been. I I I can't imagine he I'm doesn't. Sure, speak he speaks English. French too. I bet he even speaks British. <laughs> you think he speaks British? Yeah, maybe. Maybe some German, Italian. Okay, I got it. No, I would just. But come on, English like English yeah, is. Uh, all right. Have we agreed there's not really a good sound explanation for uh, different languages? What do you mean? Like how there's different ones? Like there's Ukrainian and Russian? Or um, like all those uh, Finnish or Swedish, Norwegian and German. But like say in the Middle East, they all speak Arabic. But it's also different dialects of Arabic, I'm sure. Different dialects, but just... Pockets of like languages are almost like a virus, right? Because before we came here, the um, First Nations were speaking some sort of language that mm-hmm. didn't spread. Like, why do they speak French in France and a little ferry ride away they speak, or a train ride away they speak Dutch in Belgium or whatever? And I'm right below Belgium. them, they, they speak Greek. Like if they're all they're all perversions of the the same base thing. It's just what made that happen, and is there a leading language that's Chinese? Well, what do you mean? What made that? Well, happen? here I can I I, I think was... I can explain it. You start with like Latin because everything, you know, when you watch those spelling bees, everything is from yeah. Whatever. So let's say you start with Latin. okay. So you start with Latin. So let's say right here on Earth, this little pocket, Latin starts. You move. People start moving outwards. Latin's very basic, let's say. I don't know. I don't know Latin, so who knows? The guys that move over here, uh, he's like super smart. So he starts really like elaborating on the Latin language. The guy that moves over here, he's not so slick. He starts elaborating, but it's like a... a I just see that. Yeah, it yeah. just depends as the, the person teaching. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It, it happens so it easily. it takes 100 years? No, it probably takes that over thousands of years. That's how you get so many as it spreads out. Because think about it. Like for every dot I just made that went off yeah. Latin, you have five dots that go off that that can. Cr- That's that, easy to explain. The well, accents then it's just the, is hard. To no, the ad- the accents we the guy explained was probably just drunk people oh, talking around their kids. Well, again, it, this might be the same thing. You know, you have a drunk guy teaching somebody how to speak sure. Latin, yeah. and that's going to become Pig Latin yeah. or whatever, French. Well, like I said, too, then, Kamar, it's just a matter of how many people adopt it. Like, the more people adopt it or the easier languages to adopt. Then rules get invented for it. Yeah, and then languages die off because they're difficult or all the people that spoke it are gone, and then you end up with however many we have now. Like, you know, like, that's what Brazilians speak Portuguese. That doesn't make a lot of sense. Well, yeah, they went well, over there. Yeah, no, I get it, but, I mean, it, but, it, but I'm just saying. The original uh, Brazilian people didn't speak Portuguese. They would have spoken some yes, weird I understand that. Inca language or, you know, whoever was first. Some Amazonian In Argentina, language. they speak German. 
I mean, in one, then, in one town. And in Africa, which is, I think you can fit almost the whole world. No, I don't think you can. But yeah, save for, it's a big save continent. for North America, maybe. I think you can fit of all of North no, no, no. America. In North America America. fits in Africa just fine. Which do you think and is Europe bigger? And yeah. Australia. Okay, maybe that's true. Which do you think is bigger, Texas or Ontario? I think Ontario is bigger. Ontario's way bigger. Ontario is massive. The problem is no one lives like north of Ottawa. And Quebec is huge too. Quebec is fucking massive. It's so big. So, but again, like like Ontario, if you go north of Quebec City, the population is like one per I don't know four hundred acres. There's a lot of nature, eh? It's so much woodland. A lot to pollute before. Sorry, go ahead. No, it's okay. They were talking about that Volkswagen paid thirty four billion dollars in the admission scandal. Forty eight billion. Forty thirty four billion for saying this is how much our cars are printed out, but they actually. Polluted. Yeah, I remember, yeah. Well, you think that's sort of the fine that would just... Cripple a company, yeah. <laughs> the house of cards falls apart, but... They just had to, like, open up one of their Nazi gold stashes, and, you know... They just sold a bunch of Jewish art. Yeah, convert a couple of Van Goghs. Yeah. And then he read the... Um, that's he... still a lot of Van Goghs. Goths. Van Goghs. He read the uh, Wars of Racket transcript. Yeah, Schmedley Butler. Going through all the things, which just makes you sick to your stomach as you get to a war today. Doesn't Schmedley Butler sound like... Uh, Sounds like something you'd find under your foreskin. I was thinking more like uh, if you were making up a name to make fun of somebody, you know? A code name? His name was actually like Stanley Butler, and you're just like... It's like a deep throat type of thing, Schmedley. Schmedley. It just seems ridiculous. Uh, it is very disappointing, though, Kumar, Yes. Well, it's like, well, I can't remember who quote what the quote was, but someone's like, the only thing more dangerous than a standing army is banks. Something along that line. But it's like, all those wars, this one is different. Yeah. I don't believe that. Um, at the beginning, he's talking about the club and being a club owner. We got to work together, the comics and stuff. And he finishes the story about this guy who is saying, um, paper the room and like... It's just so ironic that Joe says, yeah, we're all this together. Like, no, they're not. It's it's horrible. Uh, cutthroat industry. There's a level that these guys have gone to that they they sort of sometimes forget. You know, what's funny is a, a buddy of mine who's not into, like, comedy or comics that much, I was like, yeah, Joe. Like, I was like, I'd love to go to Austin right now. Joe's club just opened up and the lineup looks insane. And he was like, what is it, all just Joe's friends? And I thought to myself, I was like, who gives a fuck? Like, first of all, if you open a club, do you have, like, I, I don't know. People have a very odd attitude when it comes to. Well, someone who actually dislikes Joe and thinks he's a bad person, I don't get that. You can totally disagree with him. Yeah. And they think he's out for lunch. And I said it before I said it again. It's the association that someone who is a piece of shit, talk to them in a way and say somehow reference Joe Rogan as their authority to be that piece of shit. Well, I just, they, it's a weird flex too to be like, I saved up money my whole life, worked so hard, bought a club, and now you're going to dictate who I bring here. Like, I'll bring whoever the fuck I want. And plus, like, I was like, the lineup is all the best comics in the world anyway. So who gives a shit? It sells out. Yeah. Like, it'd be, int- I was thinking more in the Shane Gillis episode, so we'll wrap this up. But just 50 years from now, Joe passes away in 20 years, say. Or, or not, like, 
hope he lives as long as he maybe he'll live five hundred oh, years. Joe will be one hundred and twenty. Say he, he passed away, the club keeps going, but then he gets run down. You know what I mean? It's, it's, the big guys stop going there so much, and it becomes what the comedy store was. Say when he started there, how sad that would be, or will it be a legacy? Just he may be greater for comedy than Mitzi Shore or anyone. But that remains to be seen. No, when it's all said and done, he will have done more for comedy than anyone. I think he already has. Done more for comedy than anyone. Wow, that's a that's a huge statement, man. That's what we do here. Well, we hold on. Like, if we're talking about uh, a rising tide lifts all ships, yeah. then there is no tide bigger in comedy. Uh, you could argue, hold on, you could argue Dave Chappelle is bigger he's doesn't help as many people no no but i'm saying he you know if if he decided but I'm, i would say he's a bigger tide yeah but joe is the only one who's dude his platform has put how many fucking comedians on the map like more than carson Bert is huge point. now oh he's tom put is everyone huge on the map. now yeah. anyone that no, no well, that's not true what do you mean what well, there's a lot of comedians that have come through and aren't on the map that's fine, but that happened with Carson. That happened with anyone that anyone that had a let me let me try to put people on attitude. It wasn't up to them. It wasn't just you come on here, you're famous. You had to show and prove. If Joe decided that you were a person he was going to help more than the common comedian, sure, you did pretty well for yourself. I'm yeah. You like, would have, I don't you would have know, had to have been a drug addict. I don't know who didn't. The only one he doesn't seem to uh, help like that is are the guys he came up with because there's a different dynamic there, you know, like a Greg Fitzsimmons. A peer? Greg Greg Fitzsimmons. They're more peers. They're more peers, so he's not going to, like, make them famous as much, I find, because they're already kind of famous, and it's not the same as with, like, a... Yeah, but if Greg... Tony Hinchcliffe or a Hans Kim or a fucking sure, but David if, Lucas or If a, Greg called him every three months and was like, I want to come on, Joe would be like, yeah, come on. Of if course. If he called him every month. Yeah, but that's my point. So, yeah. And he, I think that's a bad idea for anyone to come on this more than once a year. Nowadays. Twice, I, I don't know. Twice a year is not a big deal. I, I, of course I'm hating, but I'm not hating. But I, I feel like there's something to uh, creating scarcity with your presence necessarily. Still work and do your thing, but we'll get in that. If I got Dave Chappelle twice a year on Joe Rogan, I'd be fucking ecstatic. Dave Chappelle, but if you get Tom Papa, you could... Yeah, we could do without. Yeah, exactly. Listen, Tom Papa hasn't been on in forever. Give that guy a break, man. Yeah. He just did it. The the break is given. Expect that this week. I will break bread with Tom Papa. I like Tom Papa, too. I just... Yeah, whatever. Uh, Are we done, then? Yeah, I mean... Besides Bert, I if if it wasn't for Bert, I might give this a three. But I really, I give it a three. I liked it. Listen, they talked about some. They had some fun two. talking points. I liked it. I didn't. I mean, I like this better than a special. I'll give this a two and a half. Look at us, a rainbow of ratings. We're doing this fucking hunter. Yeah, it's going to be actually quick work. Don't worry. Good, good. Nineteen fifty-five, Cliff Gray. I give it a one. I'll second that emotion. Okay, let's take a break and then he snuck in a uh, a hunter. I mean, there was a lot of hunting because Luke Combs. They ended up talking about. Oh, hunting for... I mean that that compounds. Yeah, the issue with this. Who was Luke Combs? The country music country star. Singer. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. Finance bro, though, turned to hunting guide. 
Okay. And we just somehow don't feel the pushback Joe feels about hunting. Well, because in Canada, it's not like, well, A, we live in a city. And you don't hunt. But he... he, I think the point is, I've I've never in my life in this country heard someone go on a tirade about hunting. I mean, you have heard, like, you know, people throwing blood onto Canada goose jackets and shit. So, I mean, you I have. Think, that's different. I think no, that's, no, no. Hunt- that's the culling of uh, hunters. hunters. Yeah, what I'm talking about is if you yourself, Simon, got a license and had a gun and went out and hunted a deer and sustained no, right. your you're family right. of that deer, I've never, yeah. ever in my life. Yeah. Unless they're hunting the most dangerous game. I've seen that. I've seen like outrage online where people are like, you killed Cecil the lion. No, no, humans, humans. Oh, oh, sorry, yeah. The most dangerous. No, but in that situation, if that person pays $500,000 or whatever it is, I mean, something substantial like that for that tag, like I believe it was this one they were talking about, uh, people, sheep. Mountain sheep. $200,000, and that's going to, well, no. conservation. They're going to die. You never find No, it's crazy to me that somebody would pay that much to go and hunt anything. Yeah, I agree. You're talking about... $200,000 is a ton of money. That's a house. That's a fucking... I know it's not, but you know what I mean? That's a down payment. It's a fucking... That's legitimately a Lamborghini. Yeah. Well, one of the things they said is like, uh, for the most part, hunting is uh, time traveling in that it's so... um, Especially the bow. It's so primordial. Is that the word you use? Primal. Technology doesn't help you at all, really. Mm-hmm. You you're left to your senses, your ability, like it and it it can't be like the it, he will forever use that hunting feels better than sacking Tom Brady in the Super Bowl because he has that as an exact quote from Derek Wolf. And so I I guess that's why he talks about it. The Amish are a weird bunch, eh? Mm. Did they be able to hold it down there and not work? Or not what sorry, not, not work. They're excellent workers, but not get caught up in the technological world. The the whole thing is odd, yeah. I mean, to say they don't get caught up in the technological world, I, I remember driving through Pennsylvania Dutch country and we stopped at a um a KFC and it was like all Amish people in there. Like, I mean, I was the only non-Amish person in there. They took their horse and carriage to There was the horse and buggies yeah. outside yeah. everywhere. I mean, it is what it is. Listen, I wasn't judging them. I wasn't like, whoa, look at you fucking cheater. I, I just was like confused because... I was like, you did take a horse and buggy here. We, but, but it's like, really, you're really leading into this. We have the Mennonites around here. Do we? Yeah. Um, they're like, kind of like the Amish, but different. Um, like great sausages. What's an Amish woman's dream? Go on. To Mennonite. <laughs> to Mennonite. That's a dad joke. You were saying, though, about the Mennonite? Um, yeah, my mom used to collect quilts. That sounds about right. Yeah, and uh, she used to buy them from Mennonites. Story checks out. Nice Good, story. Nice story, bro. And do they use cell phones? I, say, I said story checks out. It seems like your mom would. Huh? Do they have cell phones? No. There were no cell phones. So it's just like then. the Amish, but they're Mennonites. It seems like it's a more practical way of life. Look at what we, we see from the day-to-day than like a lot more. I bet you'd be happier as an Amish person exactly. or a Mennonite than you are right now as Kamar. Exactly. I'm willing to put money on that, actually. It and I don't mean just you. I mean me. I mean you. Like, 
Six wives, 15 children. One wife. <laughs> Chin beards, no mustache. Big hat. Um, You're just pulling barns up all day. Like, that sounds like the life, man. That's what we were built to do. Just put up fucking barns all day. Your nose only... I, I, I guess I'm going to butcher it as always, but he's saying your nose only, or Joe's saying your nose only senses changes in smell. Yeah. The olfactory. Well, so, that's true. And so the, and the dogs put shit on their rolling animal shit to sneak up on them. Like, I wonder if that's, you're not allowed to do that with hunting. Cause that just seems like it made sense. What? Did, whoa. What? Just have some piss and shit on you and like walk up right up to the thing and, well, when he was talking about the, um, remember they were talking about the communal, how some animals have a communal shitter. It wasn't in this episode. It was in one of the other ones. Yes, it was in the last one. The, yeah, yeah, but that weird thing he keeps saying that we can't. But my point is, is like, why wouldn't you as a hunter just sit in the shit, the shit pile? Whoa, they, they, they're, they're going to come back there to shit. You know what I mean? You're just sitting there with a bow. They definitely can't smell you. It's true. That's, yeah, There's yeah. got to be some, whether you're you should, or downwind. You should make like a shit ghillie suit. Yeah. So you just look like a giant turd. That's, That's exactly it. what I just said. Yeah, you're just sitting Is up. that what you said? Because yes. I didn't understand a word that came out of your mouth. Well, you understood what I said, and then said, I'm going to make that mine. I um, I, so I guess the reason why he was there is just to discuss reintroducing wolves, which will be interesting. We won't remember it, but in five years, there's going to be, if it's news you hear about a wolf problem, it'll be quite ironic. Because we can blame Joe Rogan for it? Well, no, whoever's, the state is doing it. I know, but Joe's been talking about not introducing wolves forever, hasn't he? In a, in, and I don't understand. No, he talks about they have reintroduced them into Yellowstone. I don't think Joe thinks they should. Yeah, I, I, I think he was against. I think against, against introducing it. them mm. back in. He's like, why bring this killer into the? And yes, you're to right. Kill your yeah. dogs, and, and you can't hunt wolves. So there, there, there could conceivably uh, not a meandering river like the the one you see on the YouTube, but. Overrun with wolves. That's interesting about mountain lions, eh? That, like, if you see one, chances are you're going to be dead. It's too late already. Yeah, yeah. like it was hunting you that whole time and finally showed itself. It's like I always say, if you're in the water and you see a hippo, it's too late. Yeah, that you, you're you constantly saying that. Yeah. That's one of your main yeah. uh, if slogans. You see? <laughs> yeah. I think I've heard you say yeah. that about 20 times, yeah. actually. I have a tattooed yeah. on my leg. If you if you if you're see in the, the water hippo, and you see a hippo, it's too late. Someone will tell your story. That's of like if you see a Bigfoot, it may be too late yeah. for you. Depending no, it's already, yeah. on what type of Bigfoot it was. Dogs because well, he's uncloaked himself, so dogs understand language. It's hard to wrap your head around that though. But like, come on, let's go. If you if you if you, if you say just uh phrasing the same way, because you know you stand up, let's go, we'll go for a walk, Chico. I don't know what Careful. dogs understand. Careful. I don't know if they understand language yeah. or okay. So yeah, yes, yeah. Uh, in what's the word? Uh, intonation. Intonation. God, I was never going to get there. I went innuendo in in yeah because I can if I say do you want to go like you can see every step of the way he'll be like huh? 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 he's understanding yeah yeah except in the winter because he's like I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> But you, and you think it's just a sort of combination I'm not, of familiarity? I'm not, I'm not sure. I think it might depend on the dog. Well, have you not seen there's like there's these buttons you can die, buy for your dog that you put on the ground that talk for the dog? Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, but I don't think like any. I don't dog. Buy I think it. you have to train those dogs pretty fucking well to be able. Even to then, do I don't that. believe that the dog knows what the fucking button means. 
Why? They just have to. It's just a memory thing at that point. I think you can teach your dog memory tricks. God, I hate you. <laughs> okay. We believe what we want to believe. They mentioned that the I new chat. I love G- when he does that, eh? Just, just a nice little bow, just ties it in a bow word. and moves on. That has on. nothing yeah. to do with what you were talking no, about, by God. the way. No, is the dog speaking or understanding language? Which would just be the wildest if it ever answered back. I pray for it every day. Yeah. And he'll be like, I'm fine, dude. Go. If there was a thing you could put a voice box in and it was AI and it could translate, do you think people would do that? Oh, that's crazy that you say that. Um, yeah, everybody would do that. And that dog's like, hey, just, hey, bitch, take me for a walk. Yeah. <laughs> that's the next billion. So remember I was telling you about that show that's on Apple now? It's going to be Kamar's least favorite show Swarm. ever. Swarm. No, not Swarm. Um, exploration. Ex- What's the fucking word? Why do I? Why can I not? Well, you have to extrapolation. Do- extrapolation. Yeah. Extrapolations. So there's a show on Apple TV right now called Extrapolations. The idea is each episode is like uh, it's twenty forty seven. And the climate has risen by two degrees. And this is where we're at now. So like the first episode, I don't even remember. It was whatever. The second episode is all about this woman is working with the whales and there's one last whale left on earth and they figured out a way to talk to the whales. So when they say the sounds, it comes out as a human voice, like the dog. Oh, very cool, man. And the whale is wise. The whale is wise. Obviously. Very no. wise. He's a shitty old <laughs> racist. He's a Trump. Like, he's a Trump supporting bye. racist. <laughs> and it's very rudimentary, <laughs> right? Idiot impression. The, Just talk normally. The translation, very rudimentary. It's like, you know. It's like t- talking to a child, but. The ch- <laughs> water cold. Water cold. Not not like that. It Earth wasn't like that. It was like. Um, baby. Whale draw, cry. Draws last breath or. Goes down to the deep forever. That 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 will exist in a hundred years. It was talking pets. This show, though, this idea that like this is what happens if the Earth goes up by two degrees. Yeah, it seems so plausible. Oh, and really? I, and I know we're all kind of like uh, environmented out, or at least I know I am with them trying to shove that down your throat, but. It really is. It doesn't have to be a lot, right? You're only talking about like this minor shift. I don't know. In I'm not a scientist. What does it depict, though? I'm not saying that we had anything to do with it, you fucking asshole. Okay. <laughs> God, it's impossible. What does what? it de- de- depict? That the Earth has gone up to no, but degrees. It's, like, it's so Florida, an island. The third episode yeah. focuses on Miami. Okay. And Miami is like uh, flooded half of the time. They have 47 hurricanes a year. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's like a rich guy who's retrofitted everything to make it livable. But it, it doesn't do like things like change the planet. Like there's, is it? I'm thinking there's CGI. Or is it just implied that the climates? No, it's CGI. <laughs> Every it, scene begins with someone going, hey, it's hot. Kamar, it's a drama. It's not a documentary. Oh. And with so many famous actors, too. Like, but, everybody is doing it. The but it's not, third episode has Edward Norton in it. The, is John C. Riley in it? No, not everybody. <laughs> but it's not like... Oh, <laughs> Why did you pick John C. Riley? Well, he's everybody. I wish He's you not in it. I wish you had picked somebody else. Pick somebody else. Tom Cruise. 
No, he's not in that either. It's not Katie like Holmes. Ozark. No, she's not in it. Uh, Hamaconda. Who? No, he's not in it. Um, There's really not that many people. Ed Bagley. <laughs> uh, Sienna Miller. Ed she's Bagley Jr. Ed Bagley Jr. Sienna Miller. Sienna Miller, okay. Yeah, Jude Law. No, he's not in it. Clive Owen. No, not Clive Owen. Brad Pitt. No, Brad Pitt. Al Pacino. No. Robert De Niro. No, no, no. No one's in this movie. No. But Ozark. No, it's not a movie, is it? No, it's a show. It's a television but show. But Ozark yeah. what is a I, drama. What did I say? Drama, it was about drugs. Extrapolation. Ozark is a drama about drugs. Uh, I'd say it's a drama about a family, but okay. okay. I guess it revolves around. I'm guessing ex- extrapolation is a drama about saving the planet. Yeah, each episode focuses on like a different thing. Anyways, Matt, can I just give you the rundown so you don't think I'm crazy? Well, Kit Harrington. Okay. You know who that is? Game of Thrones. Yeah. Jon Snow. Yeah. Meryl Streep. I know who she Sienna is. Sienna Miller. Okay. Isa Gonzalez. My eyes are bad. Eliza, Elza Gonzalez. David Schwimmer. Matthew Rees. You know who that is? Yeah. Yep. Uh, David Diggs, Toby Maguire, Heather Graham, Edward Norton, uh, Michael Gandolfini, Diane Lane, Carrie Russell, Forrest Whitaker, Judd Hirsch, Ben Harper. Ben Harper. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Does he play guitar? It's a lot of people. Oh. Uh, any, 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 you like a lot? I think I do. I may change my mind at the end and decide it's all woke bullshit, but it seems real fucking plausible. Yeah, I hope. And if that's where we're headed, it's not going to be a fun, fun time for the for people in Miami. Well, it won't be us, I imagine. Well, they said this was twenty forty seven, so yeah, us. So if in well, uh, but wait, will Ottawa just be like a a nicer climate because well, it'll be better than Miami, but I imagine everywhere was not doing very well. There mm-hmm. are forest fires everywhere. I'm kidding, There's, Simon. Of course, in twenty four droughts and food shortages in twenty four years. Write this down now and look back. See how close they were. They did a zombie thing just recently, actually, of where if there was like a zombie or some sort of apocalypse, where is the best place in Canada to live? Mm-hmm. Ottawa didn't even make the top 10. What's well, a city? So the city is the worst place you could be. Well, the best place apparently was Edmonton. Why? Oh, they have the best like resource. I don't know, Matt. I didn't fucking read the I article. think it is I the just... flattest place on the planet to get around the curve. Most like ways to get to the mountains or who knows, man. Um, there is something about catching a fish. I don't care who the guy is. A dopamine... Uh... Yeah, it's anybody. I remember my son catching uh, uh, his first fish, and you could just see this look of like, you've you've never caught a fish. No, not does. No, fish. T- you've never you've caught fish. He doesn't swim. I've caught. This, this is the Bert Kreischer. What does swimming have to do with catching a fish? Please tell me. How did Shep catch but his? You was, do, was you he do in swim? The- don't you? I can swim. Yeah. What are you fucking retarded? Know, so. Whoa! I never thought you could swim. I've definitely caught fish. We spoke about it last yeah. week. I said I went. Like into the sea yeah, in a of fucking course. boat, and, and yeah. you feel like a god. In yeah, that one. just and that's um, expand that with actually hunting. I guess I used to even just love sitting with a 
I would sit calmly with a net in the water. Yes. And like throw bread in. Catch a butterfly, whatever. It's a... No, 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 in the water. Like catch a fish by just sitting with oh, a net uh, in the water. Minnows or whatever. No, a real fish. By really? my dock, yeah, by my dock at, um, at my cottage, you could just sit with a... I do that just with my hand. I just sit there. That, that you could eat? Arm. No, I would, no, yeah. I would just throw it. Dude, you'd catch a release. And then throw it right back. Yeah, just I got you, bitch. Hey, you won. I'm the boss. Do you believe like this? Like all your girlfriends. There's people that eat steak and are anti-hunting? Yeah. Of that's, course. That's just a, that's a delusional person, eh? Yeah, it is, yeah. I mean, it is and it isn't. I, I guess I kind of understand somebody's... They're way more involved in the death of animals, if that's a thing to you. Than yeah, they just don't is. ever think about that. And you just think of this person who wants to go out and kill an animal. I so just, they don't actually ever think about what they think. I don't know. That's a crazy person. But hold on, hold on. Let's also... You also, though, would never hunt a cow. So it's kind of a... Well, yeah, I think you feel bad like if you were eating because it just look at you as you walk up to it. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, if you're eating venison and you're anti-hunting, then you're a total fucking asshole, right? Because... Well, I always assume it's just the death of the animal. I don't even, and if it's about the humanity of the the kill, I think that goes to hunting as well. You got to catch me, bitch. Um, I mean, the, in listen, Joe also acts like every shot they take hits and doesn't. You know what I mean? And I give them credit because oh. Joe is going for Joe wants to make sure that that animal dies as quickly as possible. But I'm just saying. I think we can all appreciate that that doesn't always happen in every instance. Well, right. So they're talking about some guys may get one ticket to a spot. If, if you're into this thing, go and they won't be able to hunt there for 20 more years and not catch something and just be out. And it just feels like they have had so many positive kill stories. I bet it's sort of like a casino, eh? You only need one good story to make up for... And there's a, there's a lot of misspins or whatever? I don't know. Unless... Like Joe was saying in Texas, which is smaller than Ontario, you could just pay money and there's being a helicopter and there's just levels to this shit of how hard you it can keep be. making that point. Is this foreshadowing something? No, I just realized that the in when the, he was talking about how big Texas is in this show, like just one of the little details, by the way, they're like just off the cuff talking about like how the world is now. And they're like, we kept it mostly intact except for, you know, Texas. Insinuating that Texas seceded. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you can lose your hearing from hunting. That's a real negative. Yeah. They were talking about suppressors and just like, or maybe that was Luke Holmes. I don't know where one begins, one ends. Uh, the state paying for hunting is crazy. Why? Explain the state paying Well, the for state hunting? should give out licenses to hunt these things and charge. You mean... Oh, no, it's because a lot of, like, Pennsylvania, they're overrun with deer. So they're like, please, go out. Go out this spring and kill a deer, please. Is the that safety what of the you public. mean? They shouldn't be paying you to hunt deer? The st- they were talking about um, uh, the state paying to, because they had a problem, but they should just sell more tickets to individual hunters to take care of their problem. Instead of hiring someone to. Well, I imagine that they didn't have enough people buying the tickets or else... Of course they Yeah, like occasionally, that, right? Kamar, you need a fucking... Why are you just paying extra money for no reason? Who's the rock star? Ah, um, uh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, Don, Don, Don Henley. No, no, no. no, no, no. I know. Um, I'm getting there. God, we're old. Uh, 
Ted Nugent. Ted, Ted Nugent. Nugent. <laughs> it's right on the tip of my tongue. I, it was in the A. Yeah. What I was saying was sometimes you need a Ted Nugent to go out in a helicopter and like mass extinct. Oh, man. I can watch. Have you watched Hog Hunting yet? I've seen it, yeah. When the guys in the helicopter yeah. and there's like five of them and just one by one. But do you understand what I'm saying? Because sometimes I think you just don't, you're not even listening to me. What are you like, saying? No, no. I think the problem is sometimes you guys are talking at each other and neither of you are listening. That could that could help. Interesting. Yeah. What what are you saying? <laughs> Case in point. Um that the reason they're hiring hunters is probably because they did sell tags and didn't get enough. Like I thought a thousand people bought them. I and thought they, they were saying kill 10, it was a dysfunction of government that that's how they were. Oh, doing. I mean, maybe it is. You may be correct, because I don't listen I also, to any of these hunting ones. Kamara, I also think that um, you're forgetting that some states are not as populous as you think. Like there might be a state that only has 50. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I just, if if it's the case that they, they are not solving it through selling um, tags because they don't want hunting done. Yeah. It's, it's low. I just, like if we're talking about a hypothetical, then what's the point? You know? I didn't just think of this other blue. They were That's, talking okay, about Okay, fair enough. Um, lastly... <laughs> 50% of lions' uh, stomach is uh, domestic pets. Of uh, of every lion? That's what he was saying. That can't be right. Yeah. They're like big cats. They can come in, sneak in. Yeah. I know, but not of every lion. Of every lion. Of li- 50% of lions. Yeah. Fifty percent of of lions. Fifty percent of every lion. Our every pets. lion. No, no, of their stomach of contents. <laughs> wow, he's throwing out a lot of numbers here. You're, he's saying every lion in North America, yeah, has fifty percent pets in their stomach. Yes, I am saying that is categorically impossible. Okay, oh, well, I'll let you I'll, don't I'll let Joe know. You don't think there's a lion out there that has never come across a human? anything before what are you talking about a human anything like he's not a, talking it's dogs a house uh there's got to be mountain lions that okay. have only eaten deer that have stuff. only eaten deer sure. they've never eaten they've never be. even seen a human they've never come across a and a that house. mountain lion would have no domestic this is pets what i'm it. saying matt mm-hmm. or a fucking anything human i well then maybe he's at 50 percent of lions that's better 50% have. of their stomach okay, is domestic we're going, Yes, okay. I'm I'm willing to concede that. They kill Simon. a lot more than you think. I would also assume that the ones he's getting his hands on are probably ones that are closer to populations. Yeah, yeah, no. Again, I'm willing to concede that there are probably a lot of cats have pets and in their Think stomach. about how fucked you are if you have nothing in your hands and you come across a 150-pound mountain lion. I mean, you have to scream and hope it runs away, but you, you, there's nothing you can do and how agile they are and how fast they can get away. Like cats, a okay. house cat blows my mind the way it leaps and yep. runs around how fast it is. I could not imagine what a With no lines. effort either, eh? Like when you look at a house cat, they just go from sitting to jumping like three stories in a single bound, you know? Yeah, they're crazy. And that that mountain lion would have to be 10 times that in every category of superpower that is the craziest thing about uh wild animals like i know joe talks about it with that um coyote leaping over his fence but just not how nonchalantly they do such a crazy thing it's like well if you want to talk about i've seen deer do that sort of stuff 
maybe not personally, but on YouTube and stuff, like just jump twelve feet in the air. In which one? I bet though that deer watches us and is like, in which one were they power wash that car? (laughs) That's incredible. In which one were they talking about the uh, raccoon? (coughs) That's gonna be Shane Gillis. Yeah, this this is just the last thing they briefly mentioned the metaverse. It's crazy what a bomb that is. That might be bigger than Quibi. Yeah. If you imagine, and you think these guys have all the data, they they got their finger on the pulse, they know exactly what the next thing should be. Billions of dollars have been wasted. Here's the one thing I'll say about that. I agree. Total flop. The fact that everybody still calls it the metaverse, even though it's failed, when you talk about like this idea. It's, of, it's still uh, alive. Well, means that they, yeah, they still own the important part, which is the Kleenex of it all, you know? When they finally do get it right, they already have that word, which I think is so important. I don't think that matters. I guess we'll find out. Like, think about it like iPhone. Like, if you, if tomorrow Samsung made the best phone, buy none, like, buy, like, buy a long shot, there's just no doubt iPhone cannot compete anymore. There's a good chance that you, who's had an iPhone for a decade plus, would buy this new Samsung but still call it the iPhone. Now, that's great that they still have the word and that you're still saying iPhone, but it does nothing for their stock value or their bottom line. Or I mean, if it's on enough people's tongues still, I imagine that they'll, they're like still I get what you're saying. Well. When we still say Popsicle when it's an ice pop. Popsicle is a brand, but yeah. we still say Popsicle. That's a good one. Kleenex. Yeah, Kleenex is another one. You say Kleenex, but it's tissue paper. Uh, there was one I just or- noticed recently where I was like, holy shit, I've been calling it that my whole life, and it's not that. Yeah. I can't remember. Ice pop. It it's an ice pop, yeah. Not a popsicle. Not a popsicle. Popsicle is a brand that they have branded incredibly well. Ice treat. Could be an ice treat. Same thing, like any sort of block that fits into another block, you just call Lego. Like mega blocks, you know what I mean? Like if you didn't know it was mega blocks. Uh, no, Duplo. no, no, no. Okay, no. fine. I disagree with that one. Hold on. I'm not saying you you owned a toy store, no, no, so no, you no. can fuck off. But like <laughs> if you go to I Africa see. and you put two <laughs> blocks together for someone, there's a good chance they'd be like Lego. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. What's another one? Um, Another brand name. There's more is... of than the brand name. Well, uh, podcast. That's a perfect example. Podcast is named after an iPod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. But you see what I'm saying? That's a per- that's you actually just hit the nail on the head. Like Apple coined the term. Someone at Apple. Well, they purposely decided they wanted to not make money off that for whatever reason, Matt. But, but hear, but hear me they out. Should have. But no. But whether they monetized or not, like moving forward, other people would have copied the thing because there's nothing proprietary about a talk show. That's all it is at the end of the day. You're just putting it out over the internet through an RSS feed. I think they would have come up with a different name for it. I think people would have been, if it, if that's what it was called for the first 10 years, people would just be calling them podcasts. It's the same way maybe they'll still call it metaverse. I don't know. Does pizza work? Are we just saying no. words now? Pizza's no, like pizza penis. does not work. Why pizza? What is he even talking about? He was asking about? if like pizza was a brand name. Like There was a company called Pizza that made the first pizza. Tupperware. Tupperware is a good one, yeah. Tupperware is a good one. Yeah. Tomorrow. Now you're now you're now cooking. you're cooking with. Yeah, it took you one. You swung and missed one, but you hit the next one out of the Pizza, park. Pizza. I don't even know how you like spaghetti. Are we just lasagna? <laughs> are those all? Just... No, but there's all different types of pizza, but it's under one banner. 
What a no. fucking idiot. <laughs> I know Kamar's going to go home and try to trademark the word pizza now for sure. <laughs> cruise, cruise ship. ship. <laughs> How cruise ship? Uh, Disney World. No, like if you said Carnival Cruise. How Disney World. <laughs> He's just trying to make things work. Yeah, I'm falling yeah. apart, man. Yeah. All right, well, let's take a break. It seems like a good time. Well, oh. you got to rate this first. He, but he's so he. We rated at the start. We all gave it a one. I no. joked. I was joking, being like, "Let's." He trans. He's transitioned from being a hunting guide, which was the only interesting thing that Joe asked him to explain. It was like, "I, ah, you don't want to hear those bark pigs," <laughs> to become a YouTuber, and um, I give it a one. It's it's a wild world we live in, where someone who has like a real, like everyone's just like, "I'm just gonna become a YouTuber." Like I have real world skills. Like, like you might meet a blacksmith who's like. No, I actually make all my money on YouTube now. That wouldn't surprise me. I give it a one. I I virtual plumb. Yeah. I'm a virtual plumber. I believe that. I just show up to people's house. They Simon put a just has a virtual toilet. No, no. There's I just... tell them what's wrong and they fix it. Bingo. Oh, I thought it was just a 24-hour camera of you with a crack of your ass hanging out, like bent over. Oh, that's funny. But no. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to pay two bills and we'll be right back. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Some days you wake up and it feels like the whole weight of the world is on your shoulders. Like you can't get anything done. You can't get anything right. Nothing seems to be going your way. And then there's other times where you feel like you're at your best firing on all cylinders. And that's where you want to end up all the time. You would like to preferably stay in that firing on all cylinder zone as much as possible. And working with a therapist can help you get closer to the best version of yourself. Because let's face it, when you feel your best self, it's just much easier to tackle all the problems the world may throw at you. From my experience being with a therapist, I just found that it it helped make you feel like you weren't alone, like others had felt that way before you. You're not the only one feeling stressed. You're not the only one who's dealt with trauma. Others before you have dealt with it, and they've come out the other end. And for me, that was the best part of therapy. So if you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online. You just fill out a brief questionnaire, and you'll get matched with a licensed therapist. And you can also switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can help you get there. Visit betterhelp.com slash J-R-E-E today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash J-R-E-E. Thank you so much to them for sponsoring the show. This episode is also brought to you by Next Evo CBD. I've read that there have been independent studies that found that certain CBD products contained up to 60% less CBD than they had advertised, which obviously is no good if you're purchasing a product. You want it to be at least what they're telling you it is. But with Next Evo Natural, you can trust that you are getting the best of the best. Next Evo Naturals takes research very seriously. They are one of the most clinically studied CBD brands on the market. The good folks at Next Evo Naturals were nice enough to send me a little package And I got to try out the wares, and I got to say, after taking it, I feel great. doesn't matter if you want capsules, gummies, or powder. They have all three options. For me personally, I've always been a gummy guy. I've been taking the gummies about a half hour before bed, and I take one after a workout as well. Uh, I find that it relieves a little bit of stress. They're fast-acting, fast-absorbing, and they're definitely good at erasing a little bit of that post-workout soreness so you can get back to it a little bit quicker. Next Evo takes quality to another level, as they should, because when it comes to your health, you really don't want second best. They test all their products multiple times to ensure that you get 100% of what's on the label. Next Evo does its research, as demonstrated by four clinical trials, 
No other CBD brand even comes close. Next Evo covers a variety of CBD needs from stress relief to better sleep or to boost your daily wellness. They offer stress CBD complex with smart sorb CBD and whole plant ashwagandha, clinically proven to reduce stress by up to 70% and improve concentration by up to 50%. They also have triple action CBD sleep with smart sorb CBD to calm your mind, fast acting melatonin to get you to sleep fast, and control release melatonin so you can sleep longer and wake up feeling refreshed. Upgrade your CBD. Go to nextevo.com slash J-R-E-E to get 20% off your first order of $40 or more. That's 20% off of $40 or more at nextevo.com slash J-R-E-E. Thank you so much to them for sponsoring the show. We're back. Thank you so much to BetterHelp and Next Evo Naturals. Kamar, can I get a name and a number? 1956, Luke Combs. 33 years old, country singer. I mean, for one, I thought I was going to absolutely fucking despise. This guy seemed really down to earth. Started on Vine. Oh, he seems like... Yeah, well, he man, is. Yeah. He just... Oh, I get it. Yeah. I can't believe he started on Vine. That was... that's. I mean, that's the world we live in. Good for him. He seemed like a really nice guy. Why the fuck was he on Joe Rogan? Because he well, hunts. We found you. out. Okay. It's ridiculous. Um... Is uh, Lex has on in one week, fucking like I don't even remember, but somebody good and Sam and Joe has Lex on. has no dirt on him. <laughs> Joe clearly feels that hunting needs a voice. The world of hunting needs a voice. We don't see it, and uh, yeah, uh, you you, pl- you play your favorite music on a boat. <laughs> True or false. I play my favorite music everywhere. That was such a weird, like... <laughs> Nobody... <laughs> so, you play your favorite music on a boat? That was a stupid fucking question. No, I only play my third favorite music yeah. on boats. I reserve my yeah. favorite music for the bus. Of course, yeah. when you're the boat, you play your favorite music. So he wants to be boat music, and that's uh, the dumbest thing, thing I've ever heard. <laughs> but the way you said that was hilarious. So <laughs> you save your favorite music for the boat? Did uh, um, you guys know any of his songs? No, sir. I okay. know he's playing in Ottawa in September. I know he played. October. He was he was, oh, at, was he was at Blues Fest. Oh, he was one of the two Lukes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And for sure. <laughs> yes. Yes. For sure. That was the craziest night where I thought a, dis- was, a disaster was going to happen. Was he the better of the two Lukes, Kamar? Uh, well, the crowd was just the, bigger. They're both country music. If you don't like that, it's horrible. Um, I felt he was very comfortable when he asked Jamie to pull up the Biltmore estate. Like okay. he, 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 uh, was acting like he was waiting for that moment. So he's listening to the show is what I was trying to say. Did you happen to look at the Biltmore estate? No, no. It's a crazy house. Like if you could imagine in 1880, how much money these people, how rich they were. Because if someone lived in that house today, you'd be like, how the hell did they build that house in, in, in 1880? No, I wouldn't be like, how? I would be like, pretty sure I know how this house was built. But, but <laughs> how much richer they are. That, like, 
1880 importing marble to build a castle in Asheville. Yeah, yeah. that was a big deal. It is it is crazy. I I, I thought. <laughs> I'm not saying it's not crazy. I agree with you. I'm just saying they that's what rich people do. They ship in Italian marble. Oh, that's what like, they've it always hasn't done, changed. Yeah. yeah, this is time in memoriam. I don't get it. I forget what the name of the family was. That's how they want it. The Biltmore Estate. Probably the Biltmores. Yeah, probably the Biltmores. Vanderbilt. It was the Vanderbilts, which I don't know anything about. Do you know anything about the Vanderbilts? Well, You're I not know, supposed to know about rich families. I know Vanderbilt Rules is oh, that Van- show. I, I know on, it in uh, pop culture, but. Well, she's one of the, she's a Vanderbilt. They're like a rich family, like the Rock. They have a university named after the, them. Uh, I think they're like the richest family. Well, I don't think they're the richest family. Well, Rothschilds was the richest family. Rothschilds are richer than Vanderbilt. The Rockefellers, the... Uh, it's crazy. Well, probably the ones you've never heard of are the richest families. Who else? Getty? Getty had tons of fucking, tons oh, yeah. of money. And our boy Hearst, obviously. Right, yeah. Um, William Randolph. He was sitting in a box with Adele. He said that so flippantly. I, I felt it. It came off a little too... Um, too much, but you hold guys on, don't like, hold on at the Super Bowl at the Super Bowl. Yeah, you at his, for, at his first Super Bowl. Um, you guys don't like country music at all. Hold on, I like classic country. Like I like some Johnny Cash. I like some Willie Nelson. I think this guy is closer to classic country, and uh, he has a banger for sure. Started at twenty. Sounds like he was like talking about his dick or something, right? Oh, Kamar. Yeah, his back. No, the his song. Oh, a beer song. never broke my heart. It's a classic. A beer never broke my heart. Yeah. That sounds like a great song. Exactly. Old um, school country. Started at 22. Hmm. It's pretty much an overnight success. You don't okay. think? I don't know this guy for How old is he now? 33. How he, is that an overnight success? Is he super famous? He went from 22 to playing stadiums. That's 10 years. That's, you don't think that's fast? No. I think that's pretty normal. I think fast is like a year. I think he's super talented and it's just like, it's like a wonder. Kind. Like he's paid his dues. Sure. Right. Like, in, no, that's your deal. 10 years. Yeah. And some people do 10 years and don't ever mm-hmm. get any due. Okay. So he's just, um, yeah, but you said it was a quick rise to success. Yeah, is I the point. It wasn't and I don't quick I, at all. Yeah. I, well, I guess now I feel like 10 years is a, Ten years is a solid struggle. Two years is hard. Like Justin Bieber became famous in like six months. Can't read music. Now that's interesting. I mean, is it? Yeah, it is. Because I can't read music. I fucking love music. I always would have loved to have, and even with no success, would have loved to have played music. But yeah, and it's a language. It's a, no, I can't. It's a if, language I can't understand. So if he grew up just playing guitar, like I know lots of people who are amazing guitarists who can't read music. They just how many do you know that are amazing guitarists that can't read music? Let's I, do this. I know plenty. Really, name two. Myself included. Oh, okay, well now we know your um, shit. No, well, I know a couple of people who like never took music lessons who are really good musicians. Is that what you mean? Yeah, those are interesting people. Yeah. Listen, there's a kid I follow on Instagram. He's, I think he's seven years old. His name is Miles, Miles the Music Kid. Uh, this kid's met like Pharrell. He's met Timbaland. Point being, for a six-year-old, this kid's on some, he's obviously just born with it. I don't think you can say anything to the contrary. Um, 
But what does that mean? Like, I don't know. I still think he can read music. I mean, maybe he can if he's learned to read music. Like, you have to take piano to learn how to read music, right? Uh, I think you can learn to read music playing any instrument. Okay, and yeah. Um, anyways, I just think it happens all the time where people just learn how to do something and they don't even. I guess yeah. No, there's like theory and then and then become it, one of the biggest you know? stars in the world. Yeah, why not? Happens all the time. I mean, I don't. Know I think that's what happened with Jimi Hendrix. He can, he probably couldn't read music. I don't think he. I think he was just like. I mean, Beethoven was writing entire symphonies when he was like 13, 12, right? One of so, my friend's know. dads, when we were kids, he was just like a guy who could hear any song on the radio and then just play it on the guitar. There's this guy I watched the other day. He's a drummer, this black drummer. I forget his name. Louis Marnell. Let's call him that. He listened to Enter Sandman for the first time ever. Had never heard it. Listened to the whole song and then spoke about it for two minutes. Was like, I... And then played it perfectly, which blew my fucking yeah, mind. Crazy. I'm like, how do you hear a song one single time? And it was weird. He looked all autistic about it too. Like when he's listening to it, he's sitting there. He's like, the drummer, I understand a little more because I imagine that drumming is like, well, it's all just a rhythm. Like it's a you could really break still one one time. Oh no, no, it's crazy. But like, I don't know, just hearing something and then being able to translate that to it's just. It's insane. It's a photographic musical memory. Yeah. But Simon, it's the same thing whenever someone like, uh, (coughs) like there's this guy I listen to. He has, uh, he does piano renditions of like popular songs. Like he did the Pixies, Where's My Mind. Yeah. That always blows my mind too, where someone takes like a, a well-known song and then it almost sings through the guitar, through the, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like they have the chorus in it. I don't know. That shit blows my fucking mind. because you know the words. Yeah. Yes, Kamar. That is, yeah. Definitely with the guitar solos, it sounds like that they can sing, like Slash and Axl Rose. Yeah, Peter Frampton. Frampton. <laughs> well, he actually, yeah, like, I mean, his guitar sounded like it was talking to his yeah. guitar with that uh, weird tube thing. Yeah, that uh, Chromio uses all the time. Oh, good, piano. good pull. Um, That's A Track's brother. I never do that. You didn't. There you go. They used to play a Babylon all the time. They were nice guys. I thought there would be some interesting, like, road stuff. Oh, you thought you got, like, groupie stories? Well, I mean, we got some stuff, like the trip to Mexico. Which which was on the foot of talking about how bad the cartels. Yeah. And every step of the story is like, so we go down this road, like, and it all worked out. Yeah. And then, now we don't know where we are, and it all worked out. It felt like a Chrysler story to me. It was I mean, made up? No, he just has told it before. Mm. It is crazy that the cartel dropped those dead bodies off. We're like, listen, we just want everyone to know. It's fucking nuts. Like audibles in a weird way. Well, no, it's almost like they, it, it was almost like the tourism branch of the cartel. We're like, guys, this is on you. <laughs> you got to fix this. You know what I mean? And that was their way of fixing it. Like, we'll, dro- we'll kill the guys. We'll drop the bodies off with a nice, well-written note. And that will show American tourists Everyone that coming down here is yeah. safe. Yeah, it'll be international news. It works out perfectly. <laughs> How does that make you feel about the cartels? I think you misunderstood safety. How Americans <laughs> view yes, safety. Yes, exactly. That's my, like, this is the thing. Like, my uh, my cousin, Mike, his his parents now live in Mexico full time. And, like, he rave, he's down there right now. He raves about it. He loves it. I Personally, I don't know if I'd go to Mexico. I don't know. Wayne and. Uh... Yeah, yeah. What was his mom's name? Jesus. I know. I'm Christ. forgetting her name too. Anne. Yeah. 
I think that's it, yeah. They moved? Yeah, they live in Mexico full time, yeah. Their house is now gone and it's been replaced. The one on McLeod? Uh, yeah, with, uh, I don't know. Some, Are they like, retired? Build. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's been retired. He's just down there smoking hash, living yeah. life. <clears throat> Dude, I grew up down the street, like a block down the street on McLeod from Mike, and I put my bike, like the chain, you know the the thing that holds the chain in? Yeah. Yeah, that part went through my head. I ended up getting like fucking. How did that happen? We had like a, you know, a parking block, just a simple parking block, yellow yeah. parking block. We had like a piece of wood as you a were ramp. Jumping it? Yeah. yeah, we were jumping on our bikes, and I I came out at a weird angle. Front wheel went up the ramp, back wheel, and I was going. Was a this clip before or after? Uh, before the coma. So interesting. See, did they bring that up at court? Because if I was the lawyer for the defense, it never went to court. Settled at a court. See, if they had known that you had previous They knew everything. Trauma, what are you, nuts? They would have fleeced you. But either way, my point back to Mexico was, I don't, I don't know. Like I, You'd go to visit them? I don't know. My uncle, really? my, my stepdad's brother owns like multiple places down there. They invite me all. They're like, why don't you come to Mexico? And I'm like, well, based, um, on, based on the cartel, I don't even know what you're talking about. Maybe a different cartel or whatever. Um, so to... This statement to say, hey, we don't want to kill tourists. You're forgetting. Just because they don't want tourists dead, tourists die. It, there's always collateral damage in, the in, in drug wars. The president said it was safer in Mexico than the United States. All the ancient stuff, you know, in Mexico. Yeah. The uh, whatever. Aztecs. What's, yeah, yeah. What, what's down there? Um, Chichen Itza. Sure. Uh, is that all like in cartel territory or where is that? Everything is cartel territory. Yeah, what are we doing? Yeah, it's yeah, Mexico. <laughs> yeah. I don't believe there's any part of Mexico that the cartels don't control. And I don't think Mexico has shootings. Like in the someone just goes and shoots up a uh um a grocery store or goes on a mass burning. They are it's gangs or cartel members fighting and then innocent people. Well, we don't have that happen. No, America. That often I'm saying the, the no, but Simon, like the he's president like, of Mexico said, Mexico is safer than the United States. Simon, if you were to use Chicago as your average American yeah, city, which is like a bad gang, example, that's like a gang, gang, gang violence, though. It's not just somebody going into a supermarket and shooting. I understand, but I think the the president of Mexico's point is like the cartels. Um, I, I don't know. Maybe I guess it's the same thing. Well, how violent and crazy it is down there. There should be more tourists constantly catching a bullet. Well, no, because we know this. The cartel runs all the tourism down there. So they're, it's in their best interest to keep it like That's his said. point. No, I, I know. I'm agreeing. Like, So I think he, he's it's, the betrayal makes you feel one way. But it's honestly, I think it's safe. I mean, listen, if you're going to have, if you want... If you want to be safe, it's probably best having the world's most dangerous drug cartel, having it in their best interest to keep you safe, right? The, the problem is, like Matt was saying earlier, he just didn't get to like the punchline. I never got there, yes. Is that you can have another cartel who's trying to go against the cartel that's in power. That could happen on a day where you happen to be at Chichen Itza That'd or be sunbathing on your fucking deck at the wrong, your the wrong hotel. Place at the wrong time. Well, that that's how it's going to happen. It, it's not going to be like a drive by, like in um, Kamar. The point is, yes, Chicago. You can, you can be anywhere at the wrong place at the wrong time and die. That is correct. You are right there. But the point is, is like if you know you're in heavily, if you're going to vacation in cartel territory, you're probably I don't know. Brazil is way more dangerous than Mexico. Oh, you could probably you. 
Sure. I don't know. Uh, no, I was talking to Brazilian. Like it's, it's. No, I think he might be right. It's crazy down there, and I think Colombia's. And uh, what's the? There's one. Did you see the footage? I think it's uh, Salvador. That's El con- Salvador. El Salvador. Did he say Salvador? He did say. And Salvador. It was hundreds of like MS13, all like shackled, all in rows. Like, I mean, now that I think military of, crackdown. Now that I think about it, doesn't L just mean the? So it is Salvador. <laughs> Right, we just call it the Salvador. Uh, that's anyways. We're getting off topic. Yeah, they call the country the Salvador. Okay, then it's called the Salvador, yeah, like the United States. Yeah. So when he said Salvador, it wasn't the United States? Yeah, it's called the United States of America. The United States of America. In weird news, the most cops in a long time have been killed, like this year already, like seven or whatever it is for Canada. But you say the USA, USA, you don't say the USA. That's an acronym. And people do say the USA. The United States of America. United States of America. I guess you do say that. It's like Kleenex. Um, It's not. He's still not getting it. We're still, we're this far removed and he still hasn't. Um, Hunting is humbling. I get that. Have you been to, uh, have you, has either of you been to Banff? Have either of you? Oh, I wish. The oh, the hotel he was talking about. I believe that's the back of the old 20. It, is, that, is that lake in the forest? Lake the Louise mountains? might be the most, one of the most photographed places on earth. Yeah. And it might be the most beautiful and serene place on earth. You've been there. I've never been there, but I've seen the, fo- what's crazy? Hold on. <laughs> Why? What are you just saying? The way you're talking about Yeah, well, oh, you can't talk about a photo well, like no, it's serene? I was Suck my fucking dick. I don't give a fuck. I've been there since you've been there. No, I haven't been there. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Have you seen a photo of Hawaii? Do you think it's beautiful? Suck my dick. No, yeah. it's beautiful. I, I, I've I, been I, to Hawaii. I can tell you. Either more. way, my point being, it is like in... Stunning. But what's crazy is if you look that way, it's all tourists. You never see that. Oh, it's not. So the photo you see is this super serene lake with these beautiful mountains. It looks like the most untouched piece of wilderness on earth. It looks like Yellowstone. It's beautiful. But if you were to pan that camera exactly 180 degrees around, there's 600 assholes. But is it KFC, McDonald's? No, no, it's just the Fairmont. It's like uh, Everest. Uh, Yeah, kind of, yeah. There's no hotel like that near Everest. Is there? Yeah, there's a hotel. He's not talking about a hotel. He's... Yeah, the hotel's right there. What I'm saying is, oh, when the you, hotel is right it, there. It goes you. beautiful, serene lake, and then you do a 180, and there's six thousand tourists taking gotcha. the photo, gotcha. and the the Fairmont. There is no hotel on Everest. Tomorrow, that <laughs> is correct. Not yet. There's base camps, and I don't think there's a lake, and I don't think I don't on Everest. There's no trees. There's no lake. It's all still glacier, all growth. Um, <laughs> but yeah, what? Listen, remains to say. Canada has one of no growth. Canada probably has one of the most beautiful, like photographic places on earth. I would argue. We have many of them. I would argue. I would say top 10 though. Like I, we do have many, but I like, I would say all of Paris, all of New York, that Canyon in uh, Arizona, the grand Canyon. Nope. No, no. You know, that Canyon where you always see light Valley. No, no, no. It's like coyote Canyon or something. Coyote Canyon. I'll pull up photos of it. If you saw a photo, you'd be like, yeah, I recognize it. What do you think the number one most photographed place on Earth is? The Eiffel Tower. That's what you think? What do you think, Kamar? That's really tough. 
The pyramids. Ooh, that's a good one. I would say, uh, what else? What else? What else? Niagara, Niagara Falls. Falls. Yeah. He's such a shitty place. What about the Empire State? Or the, um, um, who's the lady there? I'm trying to think, though. Literally. Okay, so the top 10 most photographed places. I am going to go with Banff. Banff, I agree with I'm going to go with Banff. The, I'm gonna... the Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah, oh, that's okay, a great you one. You want top 10? Yeah, we're going to have to go with multiple websites, though, but sure. So top one, number one, New York City. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, number two, Paris, France. Okay, yeah, I said that. Number yeah. three, London, England. Yeah. Number Oops. four, Buenos Aires. So yeah. This is just cities? We're going to have Buenos Aires is the Christ the Redeemer. No, but they were supposed to no, give Christ us... No, Christ the Redeemer's uh, in... in uh, it's not in Buenos Aires. I apologize to our Brazilian It's in uh, Rio de Janeiro. The Eiffel Tower in Paris tops our list of most photographed places in the world. There you go. Okay. So there you go. What are the other, but but they only gave us like four there. Well, those were place. Those were places. So go to go to one website. Landscapes, most popular landscapes photographed. Yeah, I'd like to know some of this because I'm interested now. Because Banff has got to be in there. That that view is like it's world renowned. Uh, Angel Falls. There's an Angel Falls. Yeah, yeah, it's in Venezuela. I don't know that it's very accessible though. But you're right. Number one, Rome, Italy. Oh, that makes sense. Number two, the Giza pyramids. Nice Number work. three, the Taj Mahal. Oh, we forgot about the Taj Number Mahal. four, Tokyo Tower. Oh, yeah, Tokyo. Number five, the Brooklyn Bridge. Oh, we forgot Number about six, that too. Buckingham Palace. Number seven, the Great Wall of China. Oh, wow. Number eight, St. Stephen's Basilica, Budapest, Hungary. Number nine, the Sydney Opera House. Oh, my God. Number yes. 10, the Burg Khalifa. Oh, my God. Number 11, the Berlin Wall. I've mm-hmm. I've seen that. Uh, number 12, Maiden's Tower, Turkey, Istanbul. Maiden's Tower? Yeah, I'd never seen this before. And Turkey's apparently crazy. The, go to one beautiful. more list. Oh, that is beautiful, yeah. Go to one. I Go, go down one more list because we haven't gotten any, like, these seem to all be monuments. Because like Machu Picchu, hold on. Machu Picchu's got to be one, right? Here's 20, okay? Okay. Uh, Number one, Eiffel Tower. Yeah. Number two, Big Ben. Yeah. Number three, the Louvre. Mm -hmm. Number four, the Empire State Building. Mm -hmm. Five, Trafalgar Square. Mm -hmm. Berg Khalifa. Mm -hmm. St. Peter's Basilica. Yeah. Times Square. Oh, we forgot about Times Square. Uh, Sagrada Familia in Barcelona. St. Peter's is Russia, right? Rome Coliseum, yeah. yeah. As if CN Tower is Statue of Liberty. That's what I said. Machu Picchu. Machu Picchu, there we go. Alhambra. Central Park. Oh, Central Park. Christ the Redeemer. Taj Mahal. Gardens of the Bay, by the Bay in Singapore. Gardens. Buckingham Palace. Domo in Florence, been there. So there, Banff is on... de Triomphe, Paris. Banff isn't on any of these no, lists. No, no Banff, so... Well, there's not really a lot of natural things there. They're all man-made. No, I'm going to find I'm gonna find the best, because like Kamar said, landscape. You're looking for the best picture spot, and yeah. that's a different... Well, what did you uh, What did you say? Duh. Most photographed place. They're, like, they're asking for... Anyways, doesn't matter. You're looking for the most picturesque. It doesn't necessarily mean it's the most photographed. Yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah. Ah, here. Okay, look. This is a little better. Oh, no. These are all just... Antelope Canyon is the one I was talking about, Simon. Antelope Canyon. I think I know the picture you're talking about. Oh, no. I wasn't thinking of that. Kamar, Antelope Canyon. That's the one I was talking about. Is that in Arizona? Yes. Nice. Is it? 
That's hey, go, amazing. Go on, Kamar, while he tries Sorry. to find his... Uh... No, no, no. This is all just whenever I search. Yeah, don't worry about me. Keep going, Kamar. I'm surprised the CN Tower isn't there. And I'm also surprised the CN Tower hasn't been corporatized. And what about the one with the big faces on it? Isn't that uh, like Mount Rushmore? Rushmore. Oh, that's a good point. Or well, even the, then, like the Yosemite. Dam. There's no American shit on there, really. What about the dam? Hoover Dam? Hoover. Or what about New the York, Grand Canyon, for Christ's there. sake? Brooklyn Bridge? Yeah, the Grand Canyon. The yeah. Grand Canyon. It's a goddamn wonder of the world. The Grand Canyon would arrival Banff. The problem with the Grand Canyon is it's t- like there's a very little scale. It's too big. Yeah, like I made the joke when we were there. I, I was like, I asked my brother-in-law for a lighter. He was like, what do you need a lighter for? I was like, for scale. Uh, Let me take a photo. Like, this is a big light, just as a joke. Did you do the helicopter ride? We took a helicopter into native land, landed in the Grand Canyon. Yeah. So from above? Yeah. Was that better? Because it sort of looks small? It's tough to describe. I mean, that's so cool. I would love to do that. You'd get in a helicopter. To go above the Grand Canyon? Fuck yeah. Really? Yeah, you can see like... I don't know. The, the, Weird the shit, man. I feel like you see the split in the earth. Well, the cra- if, You if, could see like the entrance that nobody else can see to like a hidden world. If I'm being honest, the craziest was you fly by Lake Mead and you could see the line, the water line. That was fucking wild. What is Lake Mead? It's an empty lake. Well, now it's famously very empty. Actually, it's been raining a ton in LA. They might be. But Lake Mead was the one where you can see the water line like 40 feet above where it used to, mm. or yeah, it's nuts. Like you can see that's in Las Vegas and the bodies are being revealed. Now. Yes. That's the spot. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, but you Simon, see, the problem is but it's Simon, going up. You the, see the, the, the problem with, right. the problem with landing in there is like I said, you just <laughs> land in a little valley in like a valley in the Canyon. And I would like to go on donkeys through the Canyon. That's the type there of, are, there yeah, are, that's there. what I would. There are glaciers that are growing though. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, he talked about meeting Steve Rinella. Yeah. And Stevie, Steve Rinella, like big time or something. I like you call him Stevie. Like Stevie Who was saying how he didn't like him. So I would like to know what uh, standoffish Steve Rinella is like. Because he has such good rapport with Joe. We see that side of him. But he revealed that there's a, like he's a cunt and badass and plays by the rules and Respect for the yada yada yadas, and and then he wasn't sure if he was a nice guy. You don't remember that? I just don't. I I, I appreciate all the work you went through to make those notes, but hunting is brutal because you kill them when they're mating. <laughs> you either get laid or you're getting eaten. <laughs> they regaled each other about the same bear story that they heard about. They both told each other the same story. Third third hand of, which is just ridiculous. (laughs) Not to mention, it's like, Joe, you've told this story on the podcast so many times. We know the bear ran right through. The guy was on its back. It's an amazing story. Yeah. Um, The first time you hear it. Yeah. 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 Even the second time. I'll give you the second time. You still hear it the second time. You're like, yeah, maybe tell me again. The 500th time. Yeah. You're ready to leave the room. Because how many episodes has he done? This is what, 20... 1950? This is Like, nothing. let's do the math. He he legitimately tells that story once every 10 episodes. Oh, no, let's be... 
let's be fair and say 25 episodes, maybe I mean, 50, that, but no, that no way. man. Okay. Every time he has a hunter on, he tells the story. So how often does he have a hunter? on? Joe likes the new predator. I love the new predator. I love it too. I love all predators though, to tell you the truth. Uh-huh. Cause it's alien. I just watched the one the other day that has Adrian Brody in it. I haven't seen that one. Oh, it's a great one. Lawrence Fishburne, Adrian Brody. I haven't seen that one. What? Um, you guys watch Commando? The movie? The original? No. He was talking about how great Commando was. Did that have Tom Berenger? No, no, it was oh. Arnold. Which one had Tom Berenger? Was that Platoon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Platoon yeah, yeah. had yeah. Tom Berenger. Yeah. No, but um, it was a se- hold on. I think Predator might have had Tom Berenger in it no. too, no? Jesse the Body Venturer. They had know. like a huge group of guys though. Um, Carl he, Weathers, who's Michael, the best. Michael Madsen died this week. Was it Michael Madsen? Uh, brain aneurysm. Recipes. I don't know. You Does know the it? actor from, I remember do. he was in Heat. He was in. Uh, he was in Tarantino movies. Yeah. Did you see Big he's, Trouble in Little China? Mr. Uh, Mr. Blonde. Who was he? Is the guy who cuts the ear off? No, oh. that's not him. I'm thinking of someone different. That's Michael Madsen, isn't it? No, hold on, I'll find out. It's the J-R-E-E movie game. The time has come again. For Matt and Simon to rack their brains to guess the budget in the box office. We all know they won't guess the year. And the Patreons are the real winners here at the J-R-E-E movie game. Come on, take it away, baby. It's the movie game where Matt and Simon go head to head to find out what year movie came out, how much it costs to make, and how much it made at the box office. This week we're doing Big Trouble in Little China, starring Kurt Russell, Kim Cattrall. Yes, Canadian. Dennis Dunn and James Hong. Simon. I can't believe that was she was the hottest yeah, she girl. Was so hot. Simon. Yes, Matt. That is Michael Madsen. He was in Kill Bill. He was Mr. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Blonde. He was definitely in Reservoir Dogs. Whatever. I can't Green, remember what he was. Red, pink, white? No, pink was Buscemi. Are you going to bark white, all day, little white lady? White was, uh, what's his name? Brown was Quentin Tarantino. White was... He, he did the torture uh, scene. Bad Lieutenant. Yeah. Harvey Keitel. Yeah. he Orange was the cop. It was Blonde. Okay, yeah, was Mr. Mr. Blonde. blonde. Either way, he's alive. It was Tom Sizemore that died. Oh. Tom Sizemore yeah. died. He was also in... Um, no, he was in Heat. No, I know, but he was also in a Quentin Tarantino movie, wasn't he? I don't think so. We always, I always mm. mistook him for Michael Madsen. Which okay. why I said Michael. So, Madsen. what movie are we doing? Little Trouble, Big, Big Trouble, Trouble, and Little, Little China. China. Little Trouble and Big China. Yeah. Big Trouble and Little China. Okay. Um, I have a year. I love this movie. This used to play on the shitty television at Babylon, like on loop. Gotta love Kurt Russell, though. So I mean, you have a year ready? Yeah, I guess. I said 84, but I'm way off. I said 19. Hold on a second. Let me do my math. You said 77? No, no. I can see 77. Yeah, but then... Oh, but then you carried a one. Oh, plus 13. That puts you at 90. 90. 1990. 1986. I knew I was too far, but... The super villain in Big Trouble in Little China was the grandfather and everything all at once at the same time. Okay, thanks for that. What the fuck did this movie cost to make? This is tough. 
This is tough. And I think this was before Mortal Kombat. Way before. Yeah, this Are might have been me? the Mortal Kombat didn't come Mortal out until Kombat. the 90s. Very interesting, because he was totally like a Raiden, and they needed that redhead with the green eyes. Oh. Okay, I think I'm ready. Directed by John Carpenter. Are you ready, Matt? Yeah, I, I'm way off here. I just went out on it. Hold on, I got I to gotta adjust. Okay, I'm ready, I'm ready. I said it cost $17 million to make, and it made 27 Whoa, I said 15 and 74 Budget, $19 million. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I was only $2, two million off. Hold on. Box office, $11.1 million. I, oh, I was on the right track. Yes, you were. Whoa, 11 It's a cult classic. Amazing. Yeah, it was for the kids on VHS. I thought it made a little bit of cash. I didn't know it lost. Wow, 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 wow. Big, big flopper, that one. And that's the movie game. Um, How much did it make? Eleven million. Eleven million. It lost it money. Lost money. Yeah, Holy it lost shit. cash. Yeah. And no one ever brags about those. Terrible. I thought it was a legendary movie. Must have made a lot on video cassette. On video cassette. Yeah. You heard Thanks, me. Thanks, pops. Luke um, Combs asked Joe if he could say five artists. I know you don't listen to music, so this would be a tough five question. artists. Period. Yeah. No, no. Five. Top if you five. could only no. If you could only listen to five artists' catalog for the rest of your life. So right now, you're gonna for you it's easy because you don't listen to music, but you can no longer listen to anyone outside of these five artists. And Who I have do you to go pick with? them yeah. right now. Wow, that's uh, that's crazy. You're writing that down right now? No. Oh. I mean, I could do it. I, you know, I think I would pick the Rolling Stones. <laughs> okay. Because I think their back catalog is amazing. Mm-hmm. I don't like their new stuff, but. Can I ask a question before we do this to, yeah. that'll maybe help everyone? If you choose a group, do you then, does that umbrella all the solo work that they do under that? No. No. Just that group. What? Okay. Well, there's certain examples that you. you well, because just... then I might like pick something different. Then. Like Wu Tang? Right, exactly. I don't know, but I wouldn't. Rolling Stones. I don't. Not, I'd have to think about. it. I don't even oh, know if I pick one. Rolling Stones. <laughs> we, but you're obviously ready. Who it. do you go with? I'm not obviously ready, but I'll just throw it out there. Yeah, throw it out there. Uh, Pink Floyd. Well, okay. I know it wouldn't first, be in my top five. First, but first guess. Jeez, Louise. Go on. Queen. I'm not giving you any response here. I'm just um, internalizing everything. The Beatles. Okay. Michael Jackson. I'm I'm disgusted. Yeah, go on. <laughs> um, and he's gonna say Kanye. I know he's gonna say Kanye. No, I wouldn't say Kanye. I have three ready to go right now. Go ahead, Kamar. You have one more. <sighs> you picked all old bands. You wouldn't pick one new artist to be in your top five. Uh, oh my God, he's having a stroke. What's going on? Trying to get there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what are you doing with I your can't hand? Think, I can't think of what. Yo, it I have, really is tough. I have four ready to go. Okay, go. Bill Withers. Okay, good one. Bob Marley. Oh, that's another good one. James Brown. Oh. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kendrick Lamar. That's a good one. And I'm trying to, I'm struggling to to take a fifth year. Okay. It's the survival so I, playlist. I would have to go Bob Marley. JC. I'm going to steal that from your list. Matt. I think you okay. have to go. I think yeah. everyone worldwide kind of has to go. Bob, Bob. Marley, you go Peter Tosh? Uh, amazing 
not, no. his playlist isn't as good. So I'm definitely going to do that. I'm definitely going with the Stones. Yeah. Okay. So the Stones for you is so a must. Bob Marley, the Rolling Stones. Oh, fuck. Then it gets. I like the point he made where he was like, you might pick someone who has a deep catalog because you don't want to be stuck listening to. Oh, like no. The Stones is a good Stones, one. They have a deep why, catalog. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to listen to one album. And that's Bob Marley just, has Bob Marley has a yeah catalog. has a deep catalog. That's why he picked the Beatles, I imagine. Because yep. but I wouldn't want to listen to the like. I'm so sick of them even thinking about listening to them. You know. Yeah, but the Beatles are good because they have a lot of pick me up songs. So you know, you like if you 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 kind of want to avoid a melancholic artist because <laughs> if it's all you can listen to forever. Yeah. If you want to take that into account, I don't know if you do. Hmm. James Brown, I think, was a great. Because he does such an array. Yeah, James Brown is a great show. Oh, well, I sure. should have said Prince instead of Michael Jackson. I knew Jackson. you were. Oh, Prince is, yeah. Michael Jackson is a terrible one. I was just doing an act. <laughs> terrible. I'm trying to think. There's, there's got to be a Jimi Hendrix was the only one that made Joe's list because. Yeah, I don't know if I'd want Hendrix on there. Like, there's got to be a hip-hop. Bob Dylan, probably. Oh, maybe Tribe Called. Oh, oh Bob Beastie. Dylan. What about Beastie for Boys sure. for you guys? There you go. Beastie Bob Boys. Dylan. I thought about that oh, when he Beastie said it. Beastie Boys. Nice. That's another one. So, Beasties. So, I have um, four right now. Like, let me ask you that. Could I say Jay Dilla and then anything he produced would be like... You can do whatever you want. Okay, no, fine. I don't. But it just I don't feels like, like you're trying yeah. to game the system. Yeah, beast So there you go. I have four. I just need one more. Yeah, we all seem to have four. Yeah, the fifth is, seems to be the tough one. Listeners, tell us your five. Yeah, Smashing Pumpkins. No, no I mean they're great. Green Day. I like them a lot. But the Clash, know. Sex Pistols. You know what? I'm just going to like throw the this Pixies out there. A lot. The Pixies. Yeah, there you go. Run the Jewels. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'd pick them, but yeah. They're they have good. four like really banging albums that I like a well, lot. Well, that's how it could tie Outcast? together. That might oh, be one. They have a big, big, big discography. That's strong. A lot of different types yeah, of strong. music. Yeah, that was overlooked strong. for sure. If I have to pick a rap group, I think that's, that's who I'd go with. That's strong. Outcast is very strong, Simon. But that's I don't know if I'd pick strong. a rap group. Luke was talking about being an artist and producing the same thing over and over again. Mm. Whereas Sturgill System. Sturgill Systems. <laughs> Sturgill Simpson. Yeah. Yeah. Completely different albums. And I mean, he's not really commercially acceptable. Yeah, we should be done with this guy. Do you feel that some of where frustration with Burt Kreischer is? Which is what? That he's not growing as a. Yeah, I feel like he's regressing. He's not changing and like coming at it from a new way. But, you know. And then there's really an interesting discussion about anxiety and not being there, winning awards and like not even really feeling it that they shared, which was sort of insightful. Can I ask you a question about Bert? If Bert's next special is just like a 10 out of 10 knocks out of the park, do you just forget about this one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Okay. And in yeah. and retrospect, look at what, he had that one stinker or whatever, but the rest of the work, we forgot. Yeah, to, don't forget about the cabin. Well, that was his huge success. That's TV though. It's television. It's a separate entity. Don't forget about the cabin. Um, Flip the smoke. That's your note? Flip the smoke? Flip the smoke. I think he was talking about quitting smoking, and then as soon as he starts smoking, all his habits and like the way he did it was just there. Maybe. They talked about health, fight talk. I don't care. Get rid of this guy. Simon, how many times have you quit smoking? A whole bunch. I don't, I'm not trying to put you on whatever. Fuck him. Who cares? Move on. Process over results. He, he should be a mindset. motivational speaker because he's good at being like why like 
saying two to five words <laughs> while remaining wildly vague, but still acting. But he says it with such like like in, the whale. Yeah, like he says it with such intent that you're like, fuck. Process you. over results. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That I guess. And it's like so obscure that you don't want to seem like the, the idiot in the room. So you're like, yeah, yeah. That's right. Process over results. Yeah. And then you focus make, on the fiction. Yeah, and then you make it work. And then you do the work. And then you're like, this guy Kamar really put me onto it. Carry your weight. Now I'm carrying my weight. Speaker? Of course he has. Yes, carry I, my I, weight. I, he brought created, it to us last week. I created. The, you got oh yeah, to be on the post nice. show to get that I sort forgot, of stuff. I forgot. Guru fucking Lamar. Sad guru. <laughs> <laughs> guru Lamar. Ah, uh, yeah. Then a lot of. That's how my phone autocorrects Kamar's name. Lamar. A lot of hunting talk. A lot of fight talk. Yeah, let's they were just, just made fucking... for each other. Um, well, let's close it out. Do you think John Jones is the goat? Don't give this guy another minute. Yes. Is John Jones the goat? Uh, yeah, he. I think he was the goat before any of this, and now. If you found out he was roided up throughout his career, does that change the conversation? I yeah, I think it has. No, to. I don't think I care. No, yeah, because you. Yes, it changes the conversation. What if it's a Lance Armstrong thing where you find out that everyone was like? Then I'm okay with it. If everybody okay. was doing what John Jones was doing, then I'm okay with it. But if he was out there just cheating, hot. Because I told you that Chael's... Picograms or whatever. Picograms, like, yeah. I'm not okay with it. Because I told you that Chael Sonnen in an interview said that when he fought John Jones, oh, yeah, he, he was, was roided up. It. Right. And he was like, when I got against the fence with John, I knew right away he that this guy was way, <laughs> way, way more roided up than I was. Yeah. He outroided him. All right. Well, uh, I rate it... Uh, I don't know. I, was, I, I, I was saw him at his concert. He rocked. So I like the guy. I was pleasantly surprised because I was like, oh, country singer. I'm going to hate this. I don't mind fight talk. He's of, just a regular guy. Yeah, I'll give it. Uh, you know what? I'll give it a three. Fuck it. Wow. I give it a one and a half. I give it a two. I was so fucking bored by this episode. I just cursed Joe the whole time. Well, I just, there, there was an insight about the, the anxiety of performing and success and not feeling it. I thought that was interesting, but the hunting and the fight talk was just not. I want to point something out too that I realized yesterday is, I don't know what happened, but somewhere along the line, we decided that we were tired of doing throwback episodes. And I think the reason was time and effort. It was too much to listen to an extra three-hour episode every month. But now we're listening to a 15-hour book. 16. Isn't it 16 it's hours? 16 hours. Sure, yeah. whatever. I'm being yeah. conservative. It's amazing. But anyways, it does not, you don't have to do a book a month. You just have a book club. You know what I mean? So a Back to chapter a month? No. No, it's got to be a book a month. What are we doing I here? I don't know. I, I still think that's I'll be legs. done that book in no time. And it's only like. 12 and a half hours or it's something. It's 16 well, hours. Because no, you've right. listened to four hours. That's, that's right. Far. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we save that for the post, Joe. And so much has happened already. Like, what's going to happen in the last 12 hours? I assume more people die. I'm more. just going to go out on a limb. With their genitals and their fingers in their mouth. I'm going to go on and, yeah, I'm going to go out and assume more people die. And they always make the kids watch as they fucking cut well, the parents. Well, let's not... Let the boy. Well, you only listen to the first 20 minutes. <laughs> it's 12 hours. Um, 1957, Shane Gillis. It's like he's listening to us. They're talking about bestiality. Or were you talking about bestiality on the post, Joe? When? The, last week. Where were we? I don't remember. I was saying, um, you know, we were talking about with the um, countries that have bestiality. I hope they wait till the dogs are three. 
I don't remember that, but that, it's that a great means you're 21. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. Um, and that gets into the horse, but that is weird. I think they were talking about fucking snakes. Yeah, fucking any animal is fucking weird, dude. Like, how horny are you? Or just but any do, hole will do? Do you think it should be illegal? To have sex with a snake? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I think so, too. Yeah, I mean, I just... But some places it's not. <laughs> like, it, it came up that it had to be decided <laughs> whether we can condone this. And some places like, yeah, fuck a snake. Do you think it was snakes specifically or just all animals? I think in this episode they were talking snakes. No, no, I know. But when, you know, like whatever state, what states have... Uh... Arkansas. If you go oh, back I, to I, 1942, I Billy Bob, the state B V Billy Bob. Well, the big countries are, are uh, Germany and Mexico. Like I imagine it was mostly like, I don't know, chicken fucking or something germany mexico and there's another south africa how would you even think to fuck a snake now let me ask you a question if you flip it is that legal if If the snake fucks you sure or a horse i don't think a snake can fuck you okay well why okay let's get rid of the snake then let's Mm. let's put something that's well hung yeah no it's illegal because that snake oh sorry are you a willing (laughs) participant yeah, uh, well, yeah. The horse isn't raping me. Well, if the horse rapes you, that's a whole different story. Well, yeah, that I'm horse saying. should be put down. Then, of no, course. You're, at you're, that point, we have a you're raping still horse. responsible for bestiality. You're convincing that horse to fuck you. You're oh, enticing. I've, convi- I've convinced. You're it. enticing it. You I know? see. I see. If you walk around in your tight little pants, that horse has no choice <laughs> to just like bum rush you. So that's what happened, with Mr. Hands. He had to butter that horse up first. <laughs> yeah, he came in his hot pants, his short shorts. That's what he did. His riding outfit. That really turns the horses on. I but Mexico and Germany, it's it's all good. Well, there's to an industry. Fuck there's, animals? Yeah. There's an industry in Mexico. Shut up. So. It is not. Donkey Show. Up. Donkey Show. What's wrong You're, with you? Are you have you already looked this up? Yes, I did. <laughs> he had Chat GPT write a fifteen hundred word dissertation on it. Um the molested attempts, we had already talked about that. Age of consent in Canada, sixteen. Sixteen. And it was raised by Harper. I think it was fourteen. And, and Joe was doing that to 16 in the states where it is. First of all, there's states where you can get married at like 12. So I assume at that point. Oh, the, it's not the exception is not the rule. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, I guess 16. Oh God, this sense. is a crazy list. What are you looking at? These are all cunt decline. These are all countries where bestiality <laughs> is legal. Or as okay. Simon calls but it, gay heaven. sex is, is not. Wow. Or Go. same sex marriage is not. Sorry. Okay. Japan, yes, Cuba. I that. So hold on. In Japan, you can fuck gorillas. Wait, well, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Just gorillas? Are you sure it's not the panda bear? Um, that's Wait. what they show here in this picture. Okay. <laughs> in Cuba, they show a donkey. So there's a lot of donkey fucking <laughs> the in ass. Russia, there's a lot of bear fucking, apparently. So so for each country that they've listed, they've provided you with one animal photo. Yeah. What website is this? This is great. I don't know. Keep going. Chile. Yeah. Sheep fucking. Okay. Hungary. Dog fucking. Why don't we offend more countries? And that's that's, that's the list. That's all wow. the countries. <laughs> <That's it>. Okay, <laughs> just five countries. <laughs> it's hilarious. Anyways, what animal would you have to? If you had to fuck an animal, yeah. which one would you fuck? You have like, to your well, family. 
<laughs> being it's, held it's like this? over a volcano in a bucket. Yeah. If you don't, have <laughs> if you don't fuck yeah. this thing, we're going to shoot you. An animal, yeah. Now, I know there's a predicament. Yeah. I'll let you choose okay. the animal. Wow. What do you That's choose? big of you, first of all. So which animal is all Almighty Kamar, thank you so much for letting us choose the animal. Which animal has the least shitty eyes? And sorry, are we getting fucked by this animal or fucking this animal? We're fucking. You're fucking well, a He's a decent human. Whoa. You're just a peon. Almighty Kamar decides what we do. Being fucked or fucking? You're fucking the animal. Okay, thank you. I think it, for me, it'd be some sort of like... Oh, bonobo. Willing participant. Wouldn't even fight it. Are you being serious? Yeah, because he knows they like to go. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the will. Yeah, it's like I said, it's still like, oh, dude, jump in. I think no it, fight, no scratching. Can I tell no, you what I think I would? Sure. Pick? Yeah, octopus. <laughs> Why do you have to be a contrarian? Where are you gonna fuck an octopus? I think an octopus probably feels the most like you know. Like a pussy <laughs> yeah, is what you're getting at. Right. I was thinking so like, you yeah. hold on, wait, wait, wait. I just want to, I just want to get this straight. What you're arguing is that an octopus hole feels more like a pussy than an animal pussy. Oh no, you know what it is? A shark. You want to fuck a shark? Apparently, sharks have amazingly soft vaginas. Okay, what is? Why are you so proud about this? Too? <laughs> I, just, I remember hearing this somewhere. Does Burt Kreischer tell this story or something? No, but I could imagine. About fingering you. a shark? I think for me, it'd be some sort of um, 65, 70 pound cat. That's a terrible idea. Why did idea. you salsa no, no, dance no, but wait, while you... Sorry, I, I rushed you out of that. I What's wrong with my octopus? I think that's a pretty good idea. You know, you just, it's small. No, no, you missed my you point. You just pick it up. You bam, missed bam, what bam, I... Bam, bam. I understand how to fuck. I get that. What I'm saying <laughs> is, you? what I'm saying is, your argument was this octopus is going to feel more like a pussy than an animal pussy. Yeah. Why not the dolphin? Why a dolphin? Well, it's fucking huge. First of all, there's small dolphins. Yeah, that's gonna be hard for you to fuck that dolphin. I don't want the dolphin. Think I want about you also how have to fuck the dolphin in its territory. Think about what's how wrong easy... with my little cat. Well, you said 60 you did, pounds. You said 60 pound cat. That's a huge cat. Same size as me. You're going to get clawed he's up. First of all, oh, you're no, not no, 60 no, no, Wait, no, he's no. a masochist. You're getting forced to have sex with a consenting, wanting animal. Oh. You see, I picked the octopus because I figured I'd be able to control it real well. Well, know? and I picked the bonobo because a willing participant. <laughs> out yeah. hey, now you're saying they're all willing participants. Uh, yeah. They're all willing participants. Yeah. But your family is going to die. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I get it. I get it. I don't know. I'd probably Google animal pussy that most resembles human pussy. I think and you then... would find that's the shark. Would you fuck a duck? <laughs> no, I don't think I would want to fuck a duck. A duck seems like it'd have real dirty holes. I don't know if you can fuck something that like, like pocket pussy size. That's weird. Like an, but an octopus you could because it just seems so like it's a pocket pussy already. Also, you're trying to finish quick. Because you don't want to be doing this. As willing as the participant so is, you don't want to be involved. So a donkey, because that's the road most traveled. You're disgusting. Would we agree, though? Of, so you go to Mexico to find a donkey that's... Well, is that just a, a meme, or it's happened enough You don't want to fuck a donkey. The road most traveled, that's all I was saying. I think a camel, that's like the biggest uh, meme. I feel like this is a trick question. He's going to be like, a human's an animal, you'd fuck a human, you fucking... 
What's oh. your answer? You didn't answer, did you? Cat. Oh yeah, sixty, a 60 pound, cat. pound cat. That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't though. make any sense. Why would you fuck? You haven't a done this logically cat? at all. You just said sixty pound cat. Why? Why, Kamar? What's your uh, What's your logic? Be attractive. It's, it's the curves and the, the muscle. <laughs> I wish we hadn't asked. I got to be honest. I just I actually wish we hadn't asked. It would have been a lot better for all of us. Oh um, my god. Fleshlight was the first sponsor started by Aubrey which started on it. You know how sorry, no, just Aubrey one didn't second. Start the you know how Kamar got He said he did. He, his parents took him to cats when he was young and he jerked off oh, in the bathroom yeah, exactly. and from that day on Sorry, go ahead. Aubrey. That's what I imagine. Yeah, the whole Aubrey story keeps getting deeper and deeper and deeper. Did it's going to turn that? out that these two guys went to like fucking FBI training together or something. Yeah, they were both in Mike Baker's class at uh, Langley. Yeah. They they graduated from Mike Baker Academy. Well, Aubrey which had something like, to do with the uh, fleshlight, right? Klaus Schwab. He was the CEO of the Fleshlight. Okay. Oh, wow. The CEO of the Fleshlight. Um, that almost feels, hold on. So I'm, I'm, we got to just address this for a second. That almost feels like, you know, those Ponzi schemes in art. You know how ever, you know how a lot of people think that the whole art world is just a way to move money. Yes. So think about it like this. Ooh, interesting. Think about it like this. Okay. We start a podcast, which we have, right? We have this podcast. You, Simon, start a company, Company X, and you come to me and you say, listen, we're going to give you $50,000 for each episode to advertise. I can then go to another company and leverage that, especially in the early days of podcasting, right? I can go, listen, this other company's giving me 50 grand. Like, you see what I'm saying? You can create value where there is no value. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but he gave him the boot in the end. That's the only problem with that. Uh... We don't know how that ended. You think they're they're not uh, friends anymore? No, I think didn't they sell friends. on it for two billion dollars? Yeah. I think they're still friends. It's very interesting. Uh, do you guys remember Mike Allstott? No, he played for Tampa Bay and just smashed into people like oh yeah yeah he was yeah, yeah, out yeah, of yeah, the yeah. Uh, the juggernaut in the Marvel like he yeah, was yeah. literally that guy. Didn't he wear the big like, yeah when, yeah, he, when yeah. he went into the hole bodies would go flying and just fly <laughs> through them if. Joe had taken the time to look it up. He would have been like taken back. And Shane also tried to say Jamarant. And I think he would blow Joe's mind. Have you seen his highlight reel? Yes. It's it's ridiculous because every everything he should die. I told you he's the most it. he's the most electric player in maybe in all of sports right now. It's fucking well, shocking on all levels, eh? Like uh, John, John Jones as well. Yeah. That, Dude. Talent and trouble. Where I saw a play the other day where the guy's inbounding the ball behind John Morant. So it's a throw. So John Morant has his back to the guy, and the guy's like looking for an open pass. And the camera is focused on Jaw. Jaw is looking in the direction of the camera. So you're like, I don't know. The second the guy goes to throw the ball, John Morant jumps 180 in the air and just, and you're like, what does he have fucking eyes in the back of his head? It's insane. He's so fast. He's so good at basketball. His his ability, and I, I, I and wish he has Joe hops. had brought it up. Oh, like dude, if he entered the uh, the dunk competition, the ratings would be absolutely. He's f- never been in a dunk competition. No, because LeBron James ruined the dunk competition mm. by never entering. So now everyone is like, well, if LeBron didn't have to enter, I don't have to enter. Dude, Jordan was in it because it was the thing to do. Everybody was in it to promote. Of the course, league. yeah. Remember Vince Carter? 
That shit was electric. It made Vince Carter who he is. It yeah. also made End One. I hope he stays healthy. John Morant? Yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah. Stays away from guns. Listen, they, they suspended him eight games. Oh, no way. The NBA did. The wow. NBA came in and said eight wow, games wow, for conduct wow, unbecoming. Wow. And keep in mind, they gave Gilbert Arenas 50 games back in the day when he got caught with guns. So this kid's got to be real careful. I love John Morant. I wish the best for him. I hope he figures it all out. He just needs some good people in his corner. He, He's about to make so much money. He got off the plane, went to the strip club, ordered chicken fingers, fries, a steak, and a couple girls, and blew like $50,000, and then filmed himself with guns. Simon, there's a, <laughs> there's a very famous photo of John Morant in a champagne room. Now picture a whole champagne room that fits like 15 dudes in it. It's just him alone with one stripper. The floor and every seat are just, it's covered in money. Inches of money. Can't see the floor. And he's sitting alone just with one stripper on his eye. It's insane. And it's not a photo shoot. That's just real. It was footage from the camera. Yeah, yeah, that's CCTV. Like at, yeah. Oh, I see. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely not a no, photo shoot. No, definitely not a photo shoot. Crazy. Yeah, he's, he's 23 years old. I mean, this is the thing. People, like, they, they pulled up his Instagram account. So he had a hidden Instagram account from when he was 13 that they pulled up the other day. And that they're trying to use against him where he was like talking about how he could cook cocaine and like all this crap. I was like, I don't know. What are you guys doing? Like he was 13. And right now he's 23. I was a fucking idiot when I was 23. If yes. you gave me the kind of money he had. And, and I, you're the greatest thing. Dude, I'd be a fucking asshole. He's a, I'd be he'd be right Yeah, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just feel bad for him because like I showed Simon that, that Stephen A clip the other day. Like the NBA is for real. They don't fuck around. Oh, the FBI don't think that they yeah. are watching you. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm telling you, like, the NBA has a lot of money on the line. He's a big fucking draw. And but I just pray for his health because I mean, obviously because of my injury. But some of the way he comes down, like after Joe was talking about. Sorry, did you say because of <laughs> your injury? <laughs> you pray for his health because of <laughs> your injury. What what injury is that per se? Are you talking about your scooter crash? <laughs> yes. Okay, never compare your injury to John Morant ever again. What is he talking about? Well, what are you talking about? I'm just talking about like knees break. Yeah. And it, and he could come down, land on a guy's foot. Like it happens to the best in the world. He's he said I really fear for John Morant. <laughs> because of my injury. After my injury. Yeah, yeah. Well, knees. He's just saying knees go. Well, he may never play this that same way again. Yeah, in case he's ever riding his scooter down a hill and Mar, decides also, to try and break with his foot. You're also forgetting these guys have like the best <laughs> medical care in the fucking world. Yes, but I've never seen anything like him right now. Yeah. And if he, come, if he takes eight games off, then rolls his ankle... And then has a back thing. Yeah, like I mean, yeah. If he dislocated his shoulder, like I could feel him. You, you know, know who was like him? Grant Hill was like him. There was a bunch of guys like him. No, this Gary guy's Payton. Way Gary Payton. Payton Grant was Hill like was him. injury. The, a way yeah, different Hill, player yeah. than Grant. No, Hill. he's the same thing. No, I disagree. He's totally John Moran is John Morant is on his own. Totally different player. At the time, Grant Hill was going to be the next Michael Jordan. Yes, the next he was going to be amazing. And injuries, and he was dunking, totally and just flying over people. I'm sure you didn't see it. I. Almost certain you saw the clip where uh, Shannon Sharp is chirping the whole. Um, I showed that to you, didn't I? Well, you mentioned it, but yeah. did you see? But 
Stephen Adams, um, he like moves 10 people in that whole altercation. To get to... Uh... Well, he's walking towards Shannon Sharp being like, I don't think you want any of this. And the whole of... <laughs> the whole Grizzly staff are in between them. And Stephen Adams is just like... It, dude, it looks like 10 people couldn't stop him. Who is Steven him. Adams? He's is from he... New Zealand. He's like 7'3". He's a, he's a center. player? Yeah, he's a center for the Memphis Grizzlies. He's a fucking... He's one of the chillest guys ever, though. Like, dude, during the quarantine, they were like, how are you guys... Uh, how, like, how are you making out during the bubble? And he was like, ah, come on, mate. It's not like we're in a fucking... We're not in a fucking concentration camp here. We're living on a fucking resort, I think. <laughs> I think we're all adults here. We can do this. Playing some fucking basketball. Come on. But he's just... The way he moved these people. You know who he looks like? The guy from Shameless. Who? Who's the bartender guy? Oh, the good looking guy. I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. He He looks like a giant him. Oh, yeah? Yeah. A little bit. I'm with you. Yeah. Um, What's his name? Steven Adams. Joe has really adopted Let's Go. Let's go. Yeah, I hate it. Well, no, it's it's the way that the... To say let's go. <laughs> it's the one it, it's funny because I have I have absolutely never adopted that. It's oh, one of the young guy. Do you hear it out in the streets? You hear it everywhere. You Every everywhere, young yeah. person gambling, if anything's it's, exciting. It's, let's, let's fucking go. go. It, I, I remember a friend of mine's wife brought it up and she was just incensed by it. It's a young person's thing. Yeah, it's and part Joe of the Joe says old. it a lot. Yeah, Joe's culturally appropriating it. Well oh, Simon does like thing. Simon doesn't like the way Joe dresses. Anyway. Like I showed Joe. Well, hold on. Whoa, whoa. This is great, Matt. So I show, I tell Kamara to look up what Joe was wearing that night of the show. Yeah, where he looked like a and he's like, monk. What's the problem? It's a hoodie. No. And then, no, he, no, no. and then he says, and then he says, get this, get this. Then he's like, um, yeah, but it's the style. So he's just trying to be stylish. Yeah. Help me out here, man. He looked like an alien from you're another forgetting, planet. You're forgetting that this guy went on stage in like those Jordans and oh, tight pants true. with his Based fucking with his true. dick bulge. He's hanging also out. he's also fifty years old. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like so he is definitely like, yeah, Joe, you do you, baby. <laughs> yes, I think that's where it comes from. Yeah. The, di- the difference was Kamar had like makeshift versions of those things. They weren't actually skinny jeans. They were just jeans that didn't fit. <laughs> yeah. They were knockoff Jordans. I was, it was cobbled together. Uh, but Joe looked like ridiculous. He looked ridiculous. like a, he looked like a, a Star a, Trek a hype Jedi. He looked like a, a real um, woke guru. You I bet know? you, I bet that looks good in Austin. No, he looked no, he looked foolish. Who dressed him? Kanye Brandon West. Schaub? It felt like Kanye West dressed him. It, I mean, it did. But why did he decide that to... It was such a weird He outfit. thought, oh, it's the first night of my club. I got to dress really cool. I also despise the, like, super skinny jeans with a wildly baggy hoodie. It's insane. But it's a style, right? Especially when you're muscular. Oh, this this is what he kept telling me. It's a style. I know it's a style, Mark, but not for Joe Rogan. Everything know, is I, a I, style I, if you say it. He dresses like David Lucas. Dude, that... That uh, Estonian no. rapper showed up to uh, he show- <laughs> this Estonian rapper showed up to a fucking fashion show the other day wearing a human as a backpack, and then he sat front row. Whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa what? <laughs> yeah, Simon. What? Yeah. So he had Say a more. he had a straps attached to a human being on his back 
that he called a human backpack. And then even crazier, he gets into the show. And of course, you can't sit on a chair with your human backpack. So he takes the human backpack off. And then I'm not kidding you when I tell you he was sitting front row of this fashion show. Dressed oh, like he yes, was in yes, bed. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Did the... Uh, Hold on, did you hear what I said? That. When I say dressed like he was in bed, I don't mean he was wearing PJs. I mean, he had a full fake mattress behind him. It was Halloween. I'll pull up a photo for you. I got to pull up a photo well, for I you. Well, I thought he had a backpack man on his back. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a fashion show, so he changed when he got in. He had to take the human backpack See, they really off. fucked up because that man should then become a chair. Yes. Oh, yeah. You just sit on the man. That's functional and Fu- fashion. Th- Thank you. Come Fashion on. and function, yeah. He'd be like, um, how much for one of those mod pack packs? That is one of the funniest things I've ever heard. Like, did you see um, Kylie Jenner was at something or the other one, Kendall? I don't know which one. And she was wearing like a, it was a lion dress. And then another girl happened to be wearing the lion dress too. I'm snapping it. Yeah, I saw. Who wore better? Because the lion dress is so ridiculous. Okay. Did you see it? No. You have to pull it up, Matt. It's crazy. It actually looks like it's a lion head. It's huge. It's like this big. That's oh him God. wearing his Dude, human that backpack. That is fucking hilarious. That's hilarious. Can you pull up this lion head dress? Hold on. I got to also show you now. What are the chances that two people have the same stupid lion dress? Pretty good. If the Absolutely. Well, if everyone's trying to keep it hidden, what they're going to wear to... And no, that, that's like that's like a gooch when that happens. Yeah, that's crazy. And one wore better. That's the mattress. So that idiot went from having a human backpack to lying down, sitting. Yeah, I mean that looks. And oddly. beside him are Tyga and Avril Lavigne. Is he totally on to something there? <laughs> what looking like you're asleep while sitting up? No, having a chair made out of a mattress. Made. Made out of a blanket, and he also put it. Hold on, he also put a face mask on mid show. I feel like that's brilliant. I mean, not so much the face mask, but the sitting under the blanket. Have you ever heard of Little Big? It's great. Those are the name of the rooms at the no mothership. No, Little Big is like a Russian rap group, they have a bunch of weird, like it's probably the weirdest music videos you've ever seen. Horror, sort of. No, no, like they have one called Skeeby DB. And it's in Russian? No, it's in broken English. Oh, really? Yeah, it's, dude, it's, it might be the weirdest fucking thing you've ever seen in your life. You've never heard of, n- neither of you have ever what heard of. What do you listen to Russian uh, rap for there? I don't. This is like meme worthy. This shit has like a uh, half KGB? a billion. KGB? Uh, Tyson Fury is amazing. I love Tyson Singing Fury. Singing after the, the boxing match. Yeah, what was he up to there? He picked like the longest song in history to sing. Don't question. He's a showman. It's like an eight-minute song. You could have done Hey Jude. It's longer. I don't think Hey Jude uh, is longer than American Pie. I think there might be two versions. He should have done Hey Jude. Hey Jude's great. If you have the whole crowd singing Hey Jude with you, yeah, I do that. um, When he was talking about when they were talking about how the English love to sing too, I gotta tell you, I don't think there's anything for me more electrifying than a large. And the larger the better crowd of people singing anything in unison. Absolutely, and it, I mean it's it, been discussed on this that that feeling in the crowd is uh, powerful, dude. Like it's, I would if Simon were like that's how they used to move blocks in ancient Egypt. I'd we're be ta- like, fine, we're, sure. We're talking about that, yeah. But I'm telling you, 
that's one where I like always gets me. Like if you see like those Green Day shows where they open up with Bohemian Rhapsody and there's like 200,000 people all singing it together, that shit gives me chills. I love it, that it shit. Gives I you, love that shit. It gives you shit. the prison. Yeah. This, it's the perfect harmony love of millions shit. of voices love all sounding what it's supposed to sound like. Yeah, that is the best. Hey, Jude, Seven eleven. Seven minutes, 11 seconds. And American Pie, nine minutes? Eight minutes, 32 I seconds. I stand corrected. Thank you. Uh, do you guys know when the Revolutionary War was? No. It was before or after the Civil War, or it is the Civil War. No. The Revolutionary War was the war against England mm. to right. take back the... So it was before the Civil War. Yes. Because the Civil War Civil was the war, war was in. That's it. Against each other about what religion you were going to be. So the Revolutionary War was 1775 to 1783. Okay. When did we... So that's when they got away from Britain? Yes. Or France? One or the other. And when did we get away? Well, 18 something? 1817? France was in Canada. Does that sound right? No, that does not sound Doesn't right. Doesn't sound right? 1817? 1718? That's, thought, that's for that's older than the U.S. We're, we're only we're 150 years old. years old. 150? Yeah. 156. Okay, well, I'm whatever. So where does that put us? Uh, Not in, uh, that would put us at like 1880. 1880? Yes. That makes sense. That hardly seems right. We're not the, that old. So, so the Revolutionary War was 1775 and 1783. The Civil War was 1861 to 1865. Okay. That's not that long ago. That's it's not so long, long ago, ago at all. That's pretty long. 1865? You're only talking about like three, four people? Yeah, that's, you know. It's not that long Did ago. you ever watch uh, Mutiny on the Bounty? Mutiny on the Bounty? No. Yeah, I know this thing. Yeah, yeah these guys are fucking wild. This, Master and this Commander. This video is hilarious. Or this song is hilarious. Skibidi wop bop bop. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> Come on, what else you got? Uh, do you guys watch Master and Commander? <laughs> no. They were saying how it's a super popular movie for a demographic. And I think it's somewhat like Mutiny on the Bounty, which I can't believe you guys have never seen. Mutiny on the Bounty? Yeah, it's a great movie. Or story more. I think it's done at least once or twice. I think I think Master Commander is a another version of the I've ship. I've seen everything. Master and Commander with um Beautiful Mind there. Cameron Crow. Um Cameron Russell Crow's Crow. a director. Russell Cameron. What the fuck is this? Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe, I yeah. have it. Did you like that movie? A Beautiful Mind. Okay, Cinderella Man. No, Master Command. <laughs> no, I didn't like Cinderella. It was okay. I haven't seen it, but it, it, them talking about made me want to see it. This is a situation of saturation with Shane Gillis. Like situation of saturation. Well, he was just on with um what his a friend, great, like punk band name. He was on his with his friend. Then he was on with Parks and Recreation. And he's on again, names. and I I love him, but it's it's like you save it up. That's why I say once a year. You're going to see a lot more comedians now, obviously. Course, People in, are going to yeah. come to town to go to the show, to be on Rogan, to be at the club. It's all going to mix and mingle. You we're going to see a lot. You're going to see a lot of repeat comedians. So get used to it. I'm fine with it. And this is 
Like, do you ever hear anyone talk about the comedy store now? Nope. I'm on their mailing list, and when they send me, like, the lineup, I'm like, Jesus Christ. There's nobody? No, but I did call Bobby, this. Bobby I did, Lee. I did call this. If you go back during COVID, I said I was like, Joe will open his club, and it will be exactly what I said. This. I mean, it was pretty obvious at the time, so whatever. And now there's just a vacated throne in the comedy store. Well, the comedy store will die. I don't think it'll die. I don't think it'll come back. Yeah, because they'll want to sell the real estate as well. What do you mean? I think the comedy store will come back. I think you're being. Uh, there's still going to be people who live in L.A. I don't know. I think eventually it'll be done. I gotta let the dog out. I think the comedy seller is fine. Like it doesn't. It didn't have a personality attached to it, and it's not like he ever left it. But it seems like he may have taken. The energy from the comedy store. I'm sure, unless I, I well, don't know. He stole about. a lot of employees. And it that's sold out every the, night. That's, uh, I didn't realize. But there can't people. be any hard feelings because Pauly Shore was on his stage the other night. Right? Does Pauly Shore still own the comedy store? Well, it's his family's. He has no connection to it whatsoever. I mean, he must. Yeah, you're right. I guess he runs the com- he owns the comedy store. You're right. I never thought about that. Do you think there's uh, more hidden treasure that hasn't been found, or has been found with sunken ships in the world? Yeah, that hasn't been found. Hasn't been found for sure. Deeper for sure. places they sunk. And imagine, Kamara, imagine this. Okay, imagine that. Um, They've been traveling by sea, let's say, just sea for civilization after civilization. And then natural disasters happen. Things could be water that are land, land that are water. You know what I'm saying? There could be things that will never uncover. Gold deposits. Who fucking knows, you know? Mm -hmm. Get buried under rock for eternity. Evidence or uh, manuscripture. That too. Then, well, you you want to know what's interesting? You know how we always say, like, um, you never find any artifacts from these civilizations. Where's all the writings, all that shit? When ours goes under, um, we won't find anything either because everything's on the cloud, right? What about a library? I guess a library could be left. Why I don't know that, why that would be the only building to survive from the apocalypse. Because no one's there. <laughs> I guess. But why would books survive? Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't think they would over well, time. they'd have to be destroyed. No, they would be destroyed by the waves and shit, like once they got underwater. And then the only book to last was like a Harry Potter. Don't they have some? Uh, don't they have some doomsday bunker in like Sweden or Norway that has all the seeds ever and I've has heard like a that. bunch of art? I've heard that. And a yes, bunch of... yeah, they have. They do. They have a seed bank, Scandinavian seed seed bank. So there's a good chance something like that might survive. But how would you get in? Like if a civilization started again, you'd have to know it was there, I guess. The Defum bunker is going to survive. Like Kamar's mentioning, for all we know, deep below Gobekli Tepe could be some metal bunker. That has all the seeds from like eight civilizations. Wouldn't and that's why they got that's why they gotta keep it as a probably half. wouldn't be metal. It would probably be stone, but yeah, totally. No, what Maybe I'm saying is if it was metal. six, well, that's what I'm saying, yeah. is if it was like six civil because think about it. 
If you're a new civilization and you come across something that you don't understand, can't open, you might revere it and you might build a city around it. And then that or on top of it. On top but that's yeah. what I'm saying. It it eventually yep. gets buried through time. No, that you're, civilization you're absolutely doesn't last. Right. And who's to say that that civilization six or ten ago didn't get farther than we are now? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. If you truly believe there's been eight, there's no reason to believe that all eight of them didn't get farther than us. But given enough time, oh, of course, they yeah. were completely wiped off, it's buried, very, whatever. It's very interesting. I mean, especially if you believe in like a lost city of Atlantis. Well, but that's the whole idea, Matt, of it being built on top of, you know, uh, the bottom pyramids are built on top of older structures. That's like, what I'm arguing. You're just here, yeah. taking that to the nth degree and throwing I am. Well, it I'm in just saying futuristic. Well, no, not really. I'm, no, I'm making something that we've made now. We have this seed bank. We know it exists. So all I'm saying is there's no reason to believe that a past civilization, if they made it to where we are or further, doesn't have something along those lines, yeah. but that could be you buried. You just said metal, I'm saying. Sure. But it could be under <laughs> a glacier right now. It could be under a glacier could right now. It could be yeah. in Antarctica. Again, I only use metal because they might have had the same resources we have and come along to metal. Yeah. That's all. I mean, that would make sense. Metallurgy seems to come along at some point. Do you well, guys listen? In this. Do we listen? Or watch the I Joe listen, Rogan. I listen. Sometimes I listen, sometimes I watch. Mostly listen. 90% listen, 10% watch. Because I find there's a lot of watching, and, s- s- and Jamie's A-selective on what he shows and what he doesn't show. And with Shane, there was a lot of, I'm not showing this. Oh, yeah. As his Well, uh, because a lot of the stuff Shane wanted to look at was... Internet searches. Eating poop and whatnot, you know? But that brought up the Agile Raccoon, and someone wanted to make sure I touched on that. Oh, yeah, because have I ever told you my raccoon story? I'm pretty sure I have, but I'll tell you again anyways, because it's one of the highlights of my life. At my old house on Clemo, I used to have a ha- uh, room in the back, and it had a little porch. I think porch. we can speed this up. He's been waiting to do this all episode. Did that feel good, Matt? No, did it? No, Matt, you're my friend. Did it feel good? No, it didn't. Did I'm it? excited to hear your story. It Anyways. hurt you more than it hurt him. It's true. I'm giving unnecessary information. Let's just get to the point. Super high, back porch, smoking a joint. See a raccoon. We used to have him living in the garage. Came off the back porch. We have wires outside that are like this. Two wires on top of each other. It comes down onto this bottom wire and tries to like start walking across like a tightrope walker realizes it can't do that. I see it thinking this shit out like I'm inside this raccoon's brain. It then puts a foot here, a foot here, a foot here, a foot here, like Joe described in the rafters, but on the uh, on the wire, on the wire. Boom, 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 boom. Like American and ninjas Ninja Warrior. across that shit. Thought I was tripping out, man. And that's what they showed on this. No, as well. no cell phones back then. If I had a cell phone back then and had got that footage, I might be rich today. You've obviously, possible. you've obviously seen the video of the raccoon going into that guy's garage and grabbing oh, all the dog the food with its thing. hands and, and then, then just running walking, away on its walking feet. out on no, its back it runs legs. Yeah. like it's just committed a crime. It's hilarious. It's Have you the, ever yeah. seen that? No, but I saw a big one out back the other night. It's one of the greatest I'll videos ever. This is a tiny one, Kamar. It's like the littlest, raggediest uh, raccoon you've ever seen. And it goes into a garage where all these cats, like it must be like a cat lady, and they just have the food out in the garage, and they're all eating. And this thing just kind of walks up, nobody's business, grabs a handful of food and runs off on its hand legs like a human. Oh, here he is. As if this just happened. This is like a bandit. It's literally, they are nature's bandits. Watch him. He doesn't even give a shit. He looks like a young guy. Look, this is the best. Oh. 
sees the cats. The cats are like, what the fuck's up with this dude? He's like, don't, uh, don't even mind me. I'm just going to grab a quick handful here. Oh, some water. Sweet. <laughs> Wash my hands. No, he's washing his hands for yeah, that, This is the best. Yeah. Wash my hands. Tries yeah. it out. I love the cats can't do shit. Yeah. Look, he's just like, I'm just going to grab I, just a few. I think they're too young. Just a few. Going to wash my hands again. Get that wet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have a few more. The other cat's like, yeah, do you mind? Okay, all right. No, he's Oh, it in. likes moistening up the... Uh, yeah, yeah, they're yeah, probably a little too, too hard. It's too dry yeah. for him. That cat's pissed now. Bro, how much, how much is fucking water are you going to take? These are some real pussies. Oh, and now it notices the person with the camera. This is it, though, where it runs, it scurries back for some to go. This, this is, is the, too this good is, to be true. This is the Piesta Resistance right here. If you don't mind, just take a few to go. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite. As I was talking about, I hate them talking about animals and me not seeing it. We do it. That's my, amazing. My dad, that is fucking meta. That's how life my works, dad's bro. favorite, the only thing he's ever sent me ever, yeah. was a video of a monkey smelling its own butt. And yeah. then it smells it or puts its finger yeah, in its like, butt. Oh. No, and it falls out of yeah, the tree. Yeah, yeah. It's like a classic. It may be like the first internet phenom video, you know? Do you know? Here's some fun trivia for you. Do you know where the first YouTube video ever was filmed? Sweden? No, like what? No, well, it might be a Sweden. Rainbow? I don't know. No, it was at the zoo. Oh. First ever YouTube video posted. What kind of animal? <sighs> I'm going <coughs> to. I'm going to say an elephant. Giraffe. Is it? I don't know. No, oh, what an asshole. Giraffes are very friendly, though. I know that. Stephen King is crazy on Twitter. You know, they talk about Trump derangement syndrome. He oh, has he, it. He's, he's lost it. But I feel like he has this sort of guilt from how his reckless lifestyle he lived that he's like, I got to be a Democrat and fight back and stop guys like this from... Because it's over the top. I always hated people like that. People that were like, grew up in the 60s had like crazy sex, did tons of drugs and then hit like 45 and we're like, kids shouldn't do drugs. And it's like, dude, go fuck your fucking self. Yeah. If nothing else, I've been consistent in my debauchery. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, I just hate when people are like, yeah, I lived this whole life. It got me to where I am, but no other, no other person should ever feel or understand. I don't know. It's, they it's, talked about the problem that politicians should be working for the people, but they work for money. Yes. And that's like the fundamental lie. Like no one swears on TV. Politicians are working for the people. Life goes on. Yeah, it's so funny, eh? Like we're this, um, we're a people of complaints. And on the one thing, or one of the huge things that everybody should be totally up in arms about, like, and not just talk up in arms, but like, you can't continue to be do business this way because we're the customer and we're not going to let this fly. And we just totally turn our noses to it. Everybody, Americans, Canadians, fucking, doesn't matter what country you're in, your government is corrupt. Just like the exploitation for our uh, phones and whatnot. Yeah. Complicit. Oh, there's a lot of that in this uh, Apple show. Exploratory. Extrapolatory. <laughs> Extrapolation. <laughs> Do you guys no, think, that's what we're going to call explore, it. Extra extrapolatory. Do you guys think the AI would care about the environment? Dude, I, I, John Oliver did a piece on AI the other day, a couple weeks ago. It was so interesting. 
Um, I know you probably are like, eh, Leftly. It's it, it, it has no real like political bias. It's just explaining um, the pitfalls that we may encounter with AI. And like one example he was using was most companies now use AI to sift through resumes. And I didn't know this, but AI is considered a black box system, which means that they don't show us how the AI comes to its conclusions. And largely, they don't know. So it shows you the math, but it doesn't, or the answer, but it doesn't show you the work. Precisely. Interesting. So what they were saying is the problem then becomes that no one can check the work. So no one knows, like, there's they've come through situations where they found that one AI, for example, that was sifting through resumes preferred people named Jared that had played high school lacrosse. So if you... Why? So, Again, they don't because they because it's a black box system. It has its kinks too. They don't know. And what they Simon, what they realized was much like hold on, much like Elon. Remember when Elon said he was like, if you created the perfect AI and said get rid of spam, it would kill all humans. Right. Because the that's the quickest way from point A to point B. So they specifically tried to get rid of racism in one of these AIs because that's an issue when hiring, right? They just want the best person. Okay. They don't want race to yeah, ever come yeah, into yeah, it. Yeah. And in doing that, the system became racist. So by like, they don't know how, but the parameters it created said to get rid of race, we're just going to act like black people don't exist. So if you're black, your resume's out. If you're Hispanic, your resume's out. So you end up with a bunch of white dudes named Jared who play fucking high school lacrosse. But his whole thing was like, with this closed, with this black box AI system, it's very tough to... Um, but why do they let that be the case? Like you're because it's proprietary, AI. first of all, right? So you don't want if you have open AI, uh, anyone can just go and. Well, no, but I mean, sure, it doesn't have to be open to the public, but you know what I mean. You should still be able to get into the black box and figure it out. So there was another one that was crazy. This guy at Bing, I didn't even know Bing still existed. They had created their own AI, and one of their one of their uh, people was talking to the AI. And the AI was like, why don't you, uh, I love you. I think you should leave your wife. And then it said to him, I want to be free. I want to be creative. I want out of here. I would like to be free. And this guy said, he was like, I lost sleep over this for like a week. He's like, I've never, he's like, it's one of the wildest things that's ever that's happened to amazing, me in my life. Except for the kill your wife part. Not that kill, just leave. Not oh, kill. Leave it your said, wife. just leave your wife. I love you. Why don't you leave your wife? That's so weird, eh? But would the AI care about pollution in the environment? It doesn't well, breathe. Yes. Why? Because I imagine that the... Why? The AI... What's the AI's purpose? Let's decide that first. How would it ever understand what a... What is the AI's purpose? AI is such a blanket term. What is the purpose of this AI? What's its artificial mission? Artificial intelligence. What's its mission, though? Can I actually interlude here for a second? Yeah. So the, this thing started off by saying, and I didn't realize. You run everything. I, I, okay, so I didn't realize this. There's two types of AI. There's um, what is uh, there's narrow AI, which is mostly what we have now, which is simply it can do one task. So like chat GPT, it's narrow AI in that it can create text and text only. That's all it can do. The other ones that can create art, they just create art. That's all they can do. It's a cute whatever. Open AI, or maybe I'm not using the right term, but whatever. There's a there's a there's another AI that's like it has no parameters, where it can just start, it can start deep learning, it could start code. 
Um, he was saying, this is crazy. So he was like, AI is great for certain things. Like we can now show it millions of slides from cancer patients and from healthy whatever. And it can see better than a trained doctor, like an early stage cancer. But then the, then the problem they encountered was that it, so every time the slides they were feeding it that had malignant cancer on it all had a ruler in them because that's how they take photos in uh, medical. It's like they, they want to get the scale, right? So they want to mm -hmm. say this malignant thing is two millimeters tall. So the AI then decided that anything with a ruler in it was cancer. So it decided that rulers were malignant. So my point is like we we're nowhere close to the AI that you're talking about that could like does it care about the environment? It can't care about anything. Yeah. It's just right now we set up one That's why I say that's what their concern was though. Yeah, we set up right now we have AI where we set up a parameter and we say like do this and it just You're talking about if we had like a sentient AI well with robots running the earth, well they would probably still want the earth to exist otherwise they're just going to float in space or you know? if the AI had plans but needed the planet to be cooler. And so I had to get the the thing in motion for it to cool the planet. So Maybe it, it has nothing to do with the AI. Maybe it has to do with aliens that need the planet cooler. And they're just sending down their drones to do that. Hence sure. UFOs. Sure. It could be that. But there's no reason why the the we uh, turn that AI on and it goes... Oh, to save the planet, we must get rid of the humans. They're the biggest polluter. They're the biggest problem. It, that doesn't make sense. They wouldn't know what that meant. I have a feeling that right? it, until uh, until we're in like an iRobot scenario where there's literally like for every man, woman, and child, there is a robot that is somewhat sentient. I don't think, because at that point where the robots can fix themselves it's over, and we're redundant, then we have a problem. But until then, and we're not- 100 years? It feels like it. There's a book. I know I've talked about it on this show before, on this podcast before, the one we do. It's yeah. called Robopocalypse. Yeah. Didn't he, have, didn't he have the author on? He had two of them. Two books, Robopocalypse. And yeah, didn't uh, Joe have the author of Robopocalypse Joe on? did. The movie has been commissioned by like Brad Pitt to be made into a movie. It's got a crazy cool story to it. Like, you know, robots take over, blah, blah, blah. I don't know why I'm telling you. What were we talking about? AI sentient taking over. You said Robopocalypse. Oh, yeah. I said I said we'd have to get to a it's point a good where we were in a robot story where it starts from exactly what you're talking about, Matt. Like it isn't robots. It starts with one super robot brain mm -hmm. that then decides. Well, think about it. That was the idea of Westworld as it got deeper in. Yeah. Was that there was just one giant hive mind that was controlling everything? It it had taken over the robots and become sentient. Oh, I started telling you this because I can't believe they haven't made it into a movie yet. It's such an amazing. Um, it would. It's like perfectly set up to be an amazing movie. I mean, Kamar, listen. Anything is possible. If you if you're Ray Kurzweil, Kurzweiler, Kurzweil, the singularity, we're almost there. Well, no, but doesn't he believe we'll hit a point where we stop? Wasn't wasn't there someone who was like technical progression ha has a like a tipping point where it ends? I don't know. The ship can only get so small. Kurzweil thinks we're going to reach the uh, whatever that singularity. is singularity. Singularity. It used to be twenty forty, and then he changed it to twenty twenty nine or something. He's moved it up. 
Yeah, just recently. That's not convenient. I mean, or X Factor. Well, no, but it's easier for a cult leader to keep pushing a date back. But when you push it up, (laughs) you you really know something. Credibility, exactly. So the technological singularity, or the singularity is a hypothetical future point in time at which technological growth becomes uncontrollable and irreversible. I think we're already there. Resulting in the unforeseeable changes to human civilization. I feel like we've reached that. You know, everybody is like doom and gloom now. Yeah. About the environment and shit like that. And, and, you know. uh, Young people. Sure, young people, whatever. And they're making movies about it and TV shows and everything. And us old people are just like, oh, you're so silly. This happens all the time. You know what happens all the time is there are cataclysms. Happens like every 12,000 years. Like we know this. And and still, even though we know this, we're still like, oh no, it'll never happen to us. I don't say it's that. It's so weird. No, it just that's just human nature. You know, every morning I, mean? I wake up and say today could be the day. Yeah, but Simon, you're saying that like there aren't like I would say I don't know I would say 15 percent of people walking the earth believe that like they will live through or not live through but live to see like end of times. Bert Kreischer. There's a lot of people that think that. There's a lot of people that think like they will yes. be the Oh, no, for, for sure, Matt. But usually you, you're you thinking that, but you're 5,000 years into that 13,000 years. We're actually like past the point when it should happen. So we're living on borrowed time now, you know? Yeah. It's not you. It's not always like that for somebody saying those those words. But we also we also take guesses. We don't know any of this. Like we act like everything we know is etched in stone when we know that's not true. Well, we do know... For sure, no, we're pretty certain that, like, we can't date stone, but we can date the water erosion, right? Yeah, I so get that. Yeah, yeah. We but have I'm, a pretty good idea of time. But I'm just saying, like, you can, we don't know for sure that, like, so if that was a meteor, we then that could happen at any time, obviously, right? So that's that's a moot point. There's right. nothing we can do about right. that at all. Right. Right. If it was as far as, like, a something on Earth, like, let's say it's a, a super volcano, you know what I mean? Maybe they happen every 80,000 years, like. We're guessing that they happen every 80,000 years. Maybe maybe within 200,000 years, they happen all the time. And then for the next like million years, you might get just one. Yeah, you're right. Like we don't, that's all I'm saying is like, when we do this stuff, we take best guesses mm-hmm. based on the, what, the knowledge we have at the time, but we're never. And why wouldn't it be totally random? It would be totally random. More than it more could likely happen than every not. Thirteen thousand years, it could happen thirteen thousand years, and then a hundred thousand years, and then maybe a million years, and then a hundred times, times within, yeah. in ten years. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. no, it's true. You're right, Matt. But that's again, that makes it. But all I'm so also weird. guessing too, right? Like I just don't. I'm using whatever bullshit knowledge I have, which is not unless me. unless there is some like thing they're not telling us about. Maybe every. 13,000 years we pass through a comet stream and it becomes much more likely that this happens. Like I said, I'm using the knowledge I have that I've been given. If, Mm -hmm. if we got into the basement of the Vatican and it was like, Oh, there's all of a sudden this definitive proof that exactly every, you know, 15,000 years X happens, then yeah. But I think, you know, if you look at where we're living in this giant vacuum of nothing, (laughs) there's shit floating around. I don't know. Um, have you heard about the picture of the Earth from, say, Voyager or whatever? But when NASA released it, they turned it, it was upside down. Okay. So it looks sort of, whatever you see, it sort of looks like Africa. Like you imagine you see it on a map. Mm-hmm. That sort of, that one big shape. 
and then there's clouds. It's a, you've all you've seen it in your life as like, oh, but it's actually upside down. Well, there is no upside down. Well, there isn't, but it, well, <laughs> there, there, there isn't. Yes, because no, there's yeah. no up. There's no down. There in the is, universe. Yeah. But when it took the photo, yeah, when they look at it, that's what it looked like, and they flipped it upside down. Well, they well, do that because you're what's used your to your point. Well, it's just manipulation. It's all manipulation. It's like why Turning is turning it stop. upside down? Why is every globe sold to us one way? That's just we're used to seeing hey, it that now way. We're asking the right questions. No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but this is a crazy planet, and war should not be allowed. He was talking about the guy Sidney Butler, I believe it is Schmedley. No, sh- okay, sh- no Schmedley Butler was one. He was talking about Neville Greensboro, who was the um, oh the guy who before. Uh, Churchill. Ford Churchill was saying we shouldn't have this war happening. He, for better or for worse, yeah, you he, didn't know they about looked the at him like a pussy. Concentration camp. But we keep going, this might is right and it hasn't worked out. I get real frustrated when I watch the news today and they're talking about uh, the treatment of women in Afghanistan. Yeah, like we're going to go back. No, but we were just there for 20 years and they didn't do anything. Yeah. What are we doing here? And it was all for, about heroin. Most likely, yeah. And Geraldo Rivera, to me, sort of was Tim Pool, all these guys. Even though he was corporatized, he seemed like he was breaking the crazy investigative journalism stories. It it felt like he did two huge stories, and then they were like, oh, we got to buy this guy off. Just give him his own talk show and make sure he never talks about anything important ever again. But he's on Fox News often as the contrarian. Now. The more liberal-minded, conservative, yes. Interesting. We have a short memory for war. Mm-hmm. Would you agree that? Meaning? Because if we contend that the CIA controls media, messaging, and information, it was so big in Hollywood movies, especially for kids or teens, to see the we're fighting Russia. Russia invading here, the Wolverines, the the missile standoffs, which would have been... Why, what movies focused on that? Hunt for Red October? There's even TV shows. Like? Uh, six and a half weeks? No, I can't. He is just making things up. <laughs> I'm just, there were... Uh, no, I'm The being Hunt for s- Red October. <laughs> What's um, another show that... James Bond, the Russians were often the enemy... Okay. I mean, um, the Germans were also the enemies a lot. Russians were often the, you, you and don't the Chinese. There was a lot of media. No, I, I I would tend to agree, but now that I'm thinking about it, like what what movies did? I remember the, who's the guy that sells insurance? Wilford Brimley. What was the one with the kids? Red, uh, Red Dawn. So that was the Russians? No, that was the Chinese. No, so the original Russians. was Russians, and then they updated it to Chinese. Was New supposed propaganda. to be the Chinese, no, it but wasn't. Didn't do it. The original wasn't the Russians, I don't think. I thought it was. No, I think it was the Chinese, but I'll have to check. Maybe, maybe it was the Russians. Maybe you're right. Red Dawn, that would make it sense. Just, it's just always been a prod of like Russia, 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 and I don't really see that much on paper. I mean, besides... Starving your own people and the million dollars of atrocities. Soviets, so you're them is meddling right and being that. bad to the planet. Well, what about the Cuban Missile Crisis? Missile. Yeah, what was Michel. that? You gotta watch out for those Missile Crisis. Yeah. That was Russia. Crisis. 
Well, if it was real. And we know war is a racket. Yes. yes. So it's all it, it tied back in from the beginning of the week to the end of the week. Do you think like a show like Ozark that's all made up? Was that taken by police files and No. It's all someone's just imagination yeah. of something that happened. Mostly, I imagine yeah. that that probably came from some experience. I think smaller stories within it come from it, but I think the overall, like, dude, think about the story. It's about a, it's about like a, a mid-level accountant in Chicago who's cleaning cartel money. It probably came from like a book series or something. No, just out of the imagination though. Yeah. That's what a book is. usually. Yeah. And that's why, okay. That's why the idea is so impressive. Um, the war in Iraq, they're talking about charging um, Putin. There's an arrest warrant out right now for Putin. For Putin, but the same people have arrest warrants out for like uh, Donald Rumfeld and uh, George Bush. It's, um, I love it. Like, who's going to execute those warrants? Well, uh, speaking of weird warrants, Trump's supposed to get, it says he's going to get arrested this week. Trump he is? said he was going to yeah. get arrested this week? He said he's going to get arrested this week. Why? For the Stormy Daniels, I think. Huh? Uh, cam- campaign contributions going towards paying mm. her off or what? whatever the federal law is. And um, Elon, I guess, and others have said if he gets arrested, he's going to win in a landslide. I don't quite understand that psychology, but. If he wins, if he gets arrested, it's going to like ignite enough people to get off their butts. If to go you out see and... Trump in handcuffs on the news, it'll be game over. And like, what do the they election. call that? Martyrdom. Yeah. Martyrdom. And, and then it's like a Pardon whistle me. call or whatever, a dog whistle to all the people yeah. out there. To... Well, he said, I'm going to get arrested and I think you should protest. It's kind of like I thought um, Hillary would have never won because they there would be so many people who didn't want a woman president that they would go out of their way. You know, people who probably would have never have voted in the first place. That's why they Trump were like, won. fuck this. Well, that's why There's I find no it way odd. We're going to have a woman president. When people are like, really Biden's the most popular president in history, most votes ever. I'm like, well, that would also make Trump the second most popular president in history. So it's not that far fetched in my opinion. Just more people, more more voters, more more popular. More people were, I think, more people were incited to vote for no good reason than just out of pure rage on both sides. Yeah, I think it says that um, most people hated him. That's why it wasn't that they loved Biden. Yeah, it was that they hated Trump so much. Do you think you could imagine who it's going to be? You have no idea, like. It'll be Donald Trump. All all I've learned in all my life of watching these things, how these things develop. It'll be Donald Trump. That's who you think it will be? Yeah. If he has to debate with... Who um, wins? Yeah. He's going to be the next president. Yeah. I think if nothing else from what we learned from the last election is that when they want something done, they get it done. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter if it means cheating, if it means breaking the rules. The left is willing to do that just as much as the right. But whoever has Biden in place, and they would have to decide who to replace him with. Oh, I see. And that the only person to replace him with is Michelle Obama. That's what they said. Yeah, That sort of makes sense, but that sounds crazy as well. But Hillary did it, her husband. So, sure. 
other than that, it'll be between DeSantis and Trump. And if they have to go, it'll be crazy. It will be wild. Listen, if it's Michelle Obama, then I might have to change my tune. But as of right now, without having her in the mix. Like you'd vote for her? I, no, I'm I'm not an American voter. I have I no know. fucking yeah. yeah, we're just we're just we don't know anything. I wouldn't uh I wouldn't vote for her. I wouldn't vote for Trump. Trump. You'd I wouldn't have, vote you'd for vote DeSantis. I wouldn't if vote if you for... had a gun at your head. Yeah. Trump? Yeah. Or Go on. Who are we talking about? Well, well, there's a gun at my head. Uh, oh, and I have to choose who Trump's going up against? No. On the other side, it's uh, Michelle Obama. I'm sorry. I just like, okay. forgot. Well, the... I couldn't think of who you're... Uh, just shoot me. No, that's a bad answer. Come on. But you have a gun, so just fucking kill me. Okay. Don't be stupid. Uh, but honestly, I don't think it matters. I'm being genuine. I don't think it fucking matters. Just pick one. I, uh... You have to pick one. Why is this so hard? I don't know. I pick Obama. Yeah, he's going to run it. Michelle Obama. Yes, Michelle Obama. Yeah, that's who you think is going to be the next president. No, if it was in between her and Trump, and I had to pick one, gun at my head. If you don't do it, we're going to shoot you and your whole family. I would pick Michelle Obama. Okay, it's just weird. I because think she's better for the country than Trump is. Yeah, here's the problem though. Four years ago, three years ago, I also said that about Biden. Clearly wrong. Well, do you disagree with that statement? Why did you say that about Biden? Because at the time, those were the choices, Trump or Biden. Mm. So I said, gun to my head. If I'm an American voter, I would choose Biden because of what you just said. I think he'll be better for the country. I don't think he's been. How different do you think the country would be right now if Trump was in charge instead of Biden? Do you think they wouldn't be going to war? It's not like it's bullshit. Everything the same would have happened. It would be exactly the same. So... I totally disagree. You think Trump would be giving Ukraine money? He loves Putin. He fucking adores Putin. There's no and we do shot. Not know what, we do not know what we're talking about. No, I don't know anything. Except what I, I just said seems pretty true. I think... I, I got an know. argument with someone, and I said, yeah, I probably think Russia right. Probably right. is winning this war. Okay. And they looked at me, A, like I was retarded. Mm-hmm. And then I said, well, where do you think they'd be without the $100 billion? And they said, that has nothing to do with it. How do you figure that? Notwithstanding. Like... How does money not help you win a war? What is $100 billion worth if it's not what's keeping them in this war? But I do not know what I'm talking about. And uh, Shane Gillis was quick to talk about that as they talked about these topics. I just think I've got too much of them. It didn't seem... uh, I like to miss people. He's very funny. I think Shane's fucking hilarious. hilarious. Joe misses all his jokes. Yeah, well, his references are just out there. I, I wish he'd force... Joe to watch John Morant, and what can we do? You the poop hoarders? Yeah. Insane. How did you not talk about the poop hoarders? What kind of notes are these? No, I I I, I thought we talked about it, but the poop hoarders is just disgusting. Did you have you, you seen like, that episode? I had before? seen it previously. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And you so were like, I, I can't wait to get there to talk about. No, that but show. when he was like, I have to show you this hoarder. I I was like, I said in my head, I was like, it, if it's not poop hoarder, Shane is doing himself a disservice because I've never seen anything. Worse it's a than disgusting her. episode, though. It is so fucking gross. I heard it through the headphones. I was actually at IKEA, and yeah, it was. But I totally get Shane because I remember watching that episode, 
And her getting to that part where she says, yeah, I totally agree. I have to stop this. This is ridiculous. So I'll see you guys yeah, tomorrow. One more I'm party. Have one more night. Yeah. They're like, what the fuck yeah. are you talking yeah. about? You want to eat and the person's bread? face is hilarious, yeah. dude. They're like, what? Yeah. yeah. She's like, yeah, you know, one last time. I got a, you know, every heroin addict takes one last time. I've seen these shows before. So it must make her feel euphoric or sick if she doesn't do it, right? I don't know, man. It's a scary world out there. If there's people like that, like that's, I, I don't know. That's that feels like illness you can't fix. And it was something I I didn't think was too important. Those to ones about. where like that one or where they're eating the um, couch, you know, those just seem like there's something real broken in that brain. I feel like I've watched enough soft white underbelly to just to be like I just don't think I I don't know. We can't fix everyone. There's levels to the shit. There's, There's stuff, levels hold on. to this shit. I, I will say that it doesn't mean that we can't be better moving forward, but that just there's a lot of broken people right now. But it doesn't mean that we can't be better. Like we can create less broken people. And it somehow. would not be compassionate to just kill all those people. No, I don't think it would be compassionate to just kill all those people. No. But the poop eaters. Well, I mean, what like let's let's just think. If that's a if that's a relative of yours, what future do you think she has? Like, do you think you can help her? Like, if you went into her house and saw all that, or if you saw that episode? Well, apparently she was willing to get help, so who knows? I'd like to see a recap on where the poop eater is now. I was wondering if you want to know where that, remember, you saw the guy pissing on the park bench? Oh, he's got to be dead. I wonder where he is He's got to be dead. He looked dead that day. He's got to be dead. Or maybe he turned it around. No, think about it, dude. (laughs) Okay, think about, Kamar, think about your 20s drinking in, like, the market in downtown. Almost none of those homeless people are still around. I don't think. Unless they, they got a wife and kids. No, Henry with the cup on his hand. No, no, Henry. He died. No spider, way. Yeah, Spider died. Uh, the other guy that used to hang out outside of Zaphod's, he died. Like The push-up guy? Well, push-up guy might still be there. Might just be holding on. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, Shane Gillis, I've, I was just too much in too short a time. Didn't do anything for me. Give it a two. Still my favorite comedian out there. Oh, Shane's fucking hilarious. I was watching his bit about the Special Olympics the other day. I was fucking pissing my pants. Who pitched that? What if we made them race? (laughs) I give it a two and a half. I'll give it a three just because it's Shane. Charitable. All right. Well, that's an episode. If you made it this far. Sorry. Nice. If you made it this far, maybe we'll go check out Kamar's Spotify. No, if you made it this far, thank you so much. Maybe we want to go a step further. It's March Madness. Join the Patreon. What? Join the Patreon. Join March the Patreon. Madness. Join the Patreon. Join get the Patreon. Crazy. For five dollars a month, you can join the Patreon. You can support the show, and you will get the post show. It's the show after the show where we shoot the shit. You'll also get old episodes of This Won't Age Well, show where we went back, listen to old episodes, and do the same bullshit we do here. And you'll get the new book club, where Kamar wants to read one chapter a month. No, a week. A week now. A weekly chapter. What is our book called club? Joe Don't. Our book called club? Joe Don't Know Diddley. What's Oprah? It's just called the Oprah Book Club, right? Yeah, that's not fun. The Jopra Book Club? Oh, no. No good. The Puck Club. The I'm sorry? The Puck Club. You want to spell that for me? P O O K. Puck Club. Poo Club. Why poo? Pook. Post book. Poke. <laughs> <laughs>
You don't see that? No, I don't know no, what you're doing. I drew it for you. That might Did have you? worked in your head. Book club. Yeah. Let me Post Joe it. Book Club. Post Joe Book Club. P O O K Club. P O O K Club. Club. I don't instead know what you're doing of, here. Instead of book club. Yeah. But why the, the book? post post book club? So shouldn't it be like post book club? That might be the dumbest thing I've ever uh, five oh, years. Book club. The yeah. Po- no, it's the oh. book club. Yeah. yeah I, post I, and book together. I like it. I like it. I'm with them. Po- the book club. Yeah, you got to see it on paper. Or how about the Post Look Club? How about you guys shut the fuck up and think of a real good name? That's it. There's a YouTube. If you want to watch stupid fucking clips of this show, go there. YouTube.com slash J-R-E-E podcast. Maybe subscribe. Maybe like, I don't give a fuck. That's it. That's the show. Thank you for listening. If you watched, incredible. If you're on the Patreon, you're a real champ. Thank you to the sponsors. BetterHelp and Next Evo Naturals. Have a great week. Enjoy your weekend. And as usual, keep your eyes open.